Welcome to Click Star, brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe out of Huntsville, Alabama. Check them out at luckydicecafe.com. And now for your hosts, Daniel Powell, Jason Alvey, Alex Coons, and Tyler Spees. Hey everybody, welcome to Clickstoff today. This is your host Daniel Powell speaking. Just want to let everybody know that Clickstoff is brought to you by Trollandtoad.com, the world's largest Hero Clicks retailer. Find Hero Clicks new and old on Trollandtoad and use coupon code Clickstoff for 5% off your Hero Clicks order. Merchant pre-order items do not apply. Uh, if you like what you're hearing today on Clickstoff, check us out patreon.com forward slash Clickstoff. Dollar and above gets entered into our monthly giveaways. Five dollars and above gets entered into our Discord server for HeroClick strategy and tactics discussion. Um, so, joining me tonight is Jason Super Duper Ooper Duper Uper. Excited about playing Silver Age, Alvy. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> and Alex, please understand that we enjoy playing Hero Clicks and we appreciate all you do with The Rock. Um, but, you know, we may not have some nice things to say about Silver Age tonight. So please understand there's a difference between. You know, appreciating your efforts and our criticisms of the format, coups. Is that me saying that? Because I no, I that, don't, that's me. That's actually, that's me. That's not that's me pre-apologizing for Jason in advance. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you don't. You don't have to apologize for me because I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to leave the podcast when it comes to the Silver Age talk because oh. I don't give a shit. Right, so I know. Listen, that, I don't. I don't have a ton to do with the rock at the moment. Like, so it's not, it's not, you're not insulting me. Well, so, don't so worry about it. So I just want to go ahead and just start off the show with that today in general, that, that thought in general. Wait, we, we do have one more guest. Oh, I was like, what? Uh, well, I'm just, I'm, I just want to go ahead and just. He's not important. Uh, he I'm is. We do have, oh, a, we, definitely not. we do have a guest tonight, but just please understand as we go into the show, <laughs> We are not trying to offend anybody about Silver Age, but we do have some talk about how it's obnoxious coming up. So just be aware. That's fair. Uh, and then our guest tonight is uh, is Azareth, Captain America, Wonder Woman, Strife. Hey. So, um, yeah, it's been a while since we had a guest. So I mean, I did kind of forget to introduce the guest, but uh, it's been a while. It's been a, it's, it's been a minute. So and it's been an even longer time since it was me. Yeah, that's true. Um, so now, now, now I will take offense the fact that you're bringing in someone who also shares the same opinion as you guys about Silver Age. I will take offense to that. So if it was I, just you two hating Silver Age. Fine, but specifically so, bringing in odd one. you know in the chat i thought it was weird dan when you're like hey anyone here hates silver age and want to be on the podcast right. thought that was weird right. but i i just dismissed it so 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 i know jason doesn't want to join us about the silver age talk because we are going to make that the end of it um but um you know so the point we're not trying to offend anybody about silver age we are excited to get to go play um and 
you know, at the end of the day with all of that talk that we're going to be having here soon, if the prizing is good for Rock Cup, which all indications are that it's going to be, um, you're going to have to suck it up and play it if you want to go win the prizes and go play and have fun. So that's... And honestly, even though like Rock Cup is going to be silver, I'm still like even as vocal of a person as I've been against it, I'm still going to go because I really want to be at the event and hang out with everybody. I'm not going. Well, plus, even if you don't like silver, though, like for the Rock Cup... And the the Heroclix Ronicton. The there's there's easy. well they're sealed and then the team event because of the whole uh Highlander. Highlander, it's not like true silver. Like you're not gonna face you know, your whole team has the same pieces against the same other team. Like it it it's like a different feeling format a bit. Mm-hmm. It makes it team building a little different too. So even if you don't like you know, four hundred silver uh, I think that well, event is un- that 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 format is unique enough to where hey, me and my buddies could go play something fun and still win stuff. And team events are always the best event. Yeah, I think so. Um, so um, let's talk about something Jason cares about. Yeah, let's talk about what Jason cares about. So I think. Um, you know, the first thing to talk about so is... we're going to talk about chicken wings? We're going to talk about? Um, talk about chicken Well, you know what? There's actually a uh, another... There's actually our food-related question of the episode comes from Alec Mooser, uh, who says, Favorite hot dog topping sauces and condiments? I'll go first. Mm. Nacho, nacho cheese and ketchup. Together? Interesting. Yeah. It's very good together. Hmm. Um... I was going to say chili. Yeah, so chilies, I mean, so chili with onions um, yeah. would be... No onions. No um, onions. Would be my favorite. I've grown to like onions. As I've gotten older, I've become more of a vegetables on my sandwiches sort of person, like onions and the occasional tomato and, and lettuce. Um, but, uh, yeah, chili, I mean, if it's just chili, that's fine. Um, but then... Um, as a condiment or whatever, uh, mustard or ketchup, preferably mustard. Only ketchup for me, as far as condiments go. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what I would. It, for me, I don't really go out of my way to have hot dogs. Like it's really a environment. So if we're saying, oh, I'm at a baseball game or something, then I'll probably do just, I guess, ketchup and mustard. Because there's usually not a ton else besides onions or something, right? Um, I don't generally like chili dogs because, you know, I'm not a big chili fan. It just in general, unless I'm having like, I mean, Mexican isn't really chili, but it, it's different, right? But yeah, but for me, it's like I, I don't toppings. It's really like I guess whatever's at the ballpark <laughs> because that's what I could get. I like chili when it's actual chili and doesn't have beans in it. Wait, wait, wait. What, what? Why is it not actual chili? That has so apparently, uh, apparently, I did some, I, I did some reading on this many years ago. Real chili doesn't have beans. That's only if you're from Texas, and you know. I don't know I'm just saying. I've n- I've never had anybody here in Kentucky that made chili that I didn't put beans in it. I just hate beans, so I prefer <laughs> chili without beans. <laughs> you, you know what sounds good. What about like barbecue on a hot dog? That sounds amazing. 
So, like, Sam makes uh, will make barbecue hot dogs occasionally. So what you do is you take mm, the you take yeah. the you take the hot dog. Well, you take the hot dog, you slice it open, and then you uh, pour the uh, like slice it like halfway, so it's kind of you know you know cracked open or creased open. You mm-hmm. pour, you pour the barbecue sauce down the center, and then you put that in the oven to where the uh, buffalo you know the barbecue sauce gets a little bubbly and you know. You know, kind of bakes around the edges there a little bit, and uh, then you eat them like that. So, my dad just bastes them with barbecue sauce on the grill, basically. One thing I will say, pretty good. If we're gonna go deep into this hot dog talk for a sec, um, absolutely no. What is it? Boiled hot dogs or whatever people do. Like, oh they, yeah, no. You know, I'm talking about. They put it. They cook it in the water. I've mm-hmm. had boiled hot dogs, but that's because like that's what we had to do. Yeah, it's like out of necessity, mm-hmm. but half the time I'm like, if you're able to do this, why can't you just put it on the grill or like put it in a pan and you could just like sear it and then it's like not rubbery. Anytime I've had some, a hot dog that's like, oh, here it is. Yeah, we boiled a bunch of hot dogs. I'm like, oh, oh. that's gross. Yeah. I I get that. Um, yeah, our food related question of the episode. So chicken wings on hot dogs. Let's just leave the hot dogs off. <laughs> just chicken wings. Yeah. How about you shrink the hot dogs and wrap them in a biscuit, a small biscuit. Well, no, that's and, perfectly and have, acceptable. I'll have multiple, multiple of them. Would also accept bacon wrapped hot dogs with a little bit of gravy. Or bacon wrapped pigs in a blanket. Yeah. It works also. Mm. Man, no. Yeah. 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 Nine thirty at night and ten thirty at night for Az and Alex and we're yeah. all hungry again. Um all right. So um Az and I next week are going to the Champion Clicks Open, which is now Ooh. excitedly partnered with um Wiz Kids. Um so um, you know, I would, you know, I, I definitely don't take a huge pat on the shoulder or anything for this, but I was noticing on, um, WizKids Facebook page that Jake, uh, I don't, I don't want to mispronounce his last name, but Jake Thice, Thice was, um, uh, asking folks on the page, like, you know, which cons should they go to and stuff when they announced Adepticon. Um, and Jake was who we got to talk to at Gen Con last year about, um, starting back WKO play and, um, getting organized play going again. So, um, so if, well, for whatever part, um, whatever part my conversation with Jake had in the now partnerships and attendance at champion clicks and adepticon you know thank goodness um so thank you um i know jake doesn't listen to click stuff or i highly doubt it uh but if he does thank you jake uh and for those WizKids folks that do listen to our show uh please pass along our thanks to jake well, for um, I mean, let's be, so let's be clear about these while these things are awesome and, and fantastic and we're glad they're doing they don't replace wkos um, yes, I, Grayson, I agree. We definitely don't let off the gas. 
on our yeah. return to Denny's. It's not just a free pass now. Yeah. We're still I, on the train here. That's right. Talk with you about this. this is a good first step in the direction that gives me hope that we will see the return of organized play. With them actually putting in the effort to go to these cons and put on events, yes. shows to me that they are willing to do it. So we are closer, I think, than further from getting. I don't disagree right. with you. I'm just saying, let's just, we're not, let's not confuse yeah, the two things. Yeah. Like, this is not what we asked for. This is great. This, this We still need this. I agree. And to, to clarify what you're talking about with WKOs is basically quarterly tournaments. Quarterly, yes. Stores. Yes, Qu- yeah. quarterly in Because store, as quarterly in-store tournaments with the format of sealed or 300 modern. Okay, because we need Le- to be clear. So cause... hold on, I'm not done yet. Quarterly, okay. it quarterly in store tournaments with subs. I'm not going to say substantial because that's a that's a kind of an adjective that can be interpreted with new, just like they were in 2018 to 2019, 2017. One con le, one new con le, an array of bagged le's, and a building a culmination towards the national and world level tournaments. Um, but yes, quarterly in-store tournaments of 300 modern or sealed with substantial prizing leading towards worlds and nationals. Okay. Because I think we need to make sure we define, because as we get more and more tournaments, you know, the Adepticon, and then there's the whole store championship they keep talking about um you know that's not at the frequency we we would want because i believe they're intending it to be like an annual like store championship thing um so to be clear we're talking about quarterly we want it back to how it was with wkos which was quarterly but just like dan said yeah because there's you know there's I think ultimately that's kind of what they're changing to is what we're doing this store championship thing, which we haven't heard anything since Worlds, but. Right. You know, because that, what was it, that Deadpool holding a trophy or something? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. So, um, who knows? So, as we go into, um, you know, Florida, you know, I'm looking to see, I'm looking, uh, we're excited. Yeah. So, point is, Jason. They don't get a free pass, but it is very positive to have momentum. Yeah, that's what I said. So, um, yeah, I, and I I like the concept, no pun intended, of what they're doing um, with conventions. Like, I like the idea of hey, if we're going to be at these conventions anyway. Let's at least host something of significance, not just a "Hey, we're gonna be there and do some BR, guys." Like, if it's a, a convention you're gonna be at and you want people to go to, then host an actual tournament. Like, make it a big tournament. The Depticon mm-hmm. is kind of its own tournament. It's not like a championship, but it's a Depticon no, tournament. Well, right? they're, no, they're calling it the Adepticon Championship. I, I meant like a national championship or like a you know, it, it's not like a. a it's its own thing. Well, like so it's, it's you separated, keep like, which is huge. So it's still I, big. So I tell you what it feels like to me is it feels like 
Now, it feels like I wasn't playing then, but from reading, whenever they had the Wizard World Championships, um, mm-hmm. you know, that meant something. Um, so, you know, I don't know exactly what all that means, um, but it feels like it's better, bigger than a WKO. It's something that feels oh, yeah. feels bigger than a WKO. The prizing is obviously bigger than a WKO. Um, and, and hopefully, the, I, and if they're so, I feel like they're modeling this after what they are doing with Onslaught, which is the only tournaments they host for Onslaught is at these at these conventions, and then you the winner gets you know some prizing, but also gets kind of this big. It look, I keep calling it the Chaos Emerald because it looks like it's from Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> because it's different colored every tournament. It's like a different colored big gem. And they're like, here you go. This is the championship plaque and so or the gem or whatever. Um, and it, it's cool. Like If they're going that way and saying, hey, we're going to have four, five, six, however many big championships throughout the year at all, all these conventions, it's like that's great because I'm more likely to travel – to a big championship like that if there's other stuff to do, right? I'm not going to travel eight hours, nine hours to play in one tournament and be done. Yeah. There's got to be other stuff to do. That's why I like going to Gen Con. I like going to Worlds. I like going to the Rock Cup because there's other stuff, more Heroclix games to play, more things to do there. And so I've never been to Adepticon and I, I mean, I bought my ticket and everything and entry, yeah. and I can't wait to go. I'm pumped. Well, so, yeah. so we kind of, you know, I, I want to do want to talk about the meta here soon, but let's just talk a little bit about Adepticon pricing. Um, I was about before you did. I was saying the one other bent like big like positive note on the side is the pricing at, at Adepticon. Yeah, put world's pricing to shame. It really did, unfortunately. Uh, but but, but talking about work of going forward. But it is right. Yeah, yeah. It is that is a shame. Um, but it is now uh, building momentum back towards better pricing, right? I mean, we, you know, we stuck it out, you know, through in 2021 where there was no championship and um, official championship, and then you know we had really good pricing in 22, and then 23 fell off, and we've all stuck through it. We just survived it. Let's have more momentum this year. More, more, more. Let's do it. We're ready to play. Um, but um, prizing for Adepticon, uh, let's just talk a little bit about some of the side stuff. They're going to do learn to plays. Uh, they're going to do battle royals. Um, you get a Con LE from the 2024 set. It looks like we've got a Old Man Thor, a um, Iceman, and King Arthur 3000 AD from DC. Um, yep. And then the Broadsword Construct. Uh, so the return of convention exclusive constructs. Um, I actually hope it's not an actual construct like generated by the only only the Green Lantern. Uh, but I hope it's actually just an equipment. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, Now... Obviously, we don't have any idea what they're going to bring or what they're going to have next week, uh, WizKids-wise, at Champion Clicks. I mean, obviously, Champion Clicks has a um, 
deep and broad enough prize structure that we're going uh, before. You know, obviously, most people aren't going to suddenly go to Florida, you know, two weeks before the event uh, <laughs> because of the WizKids partnership. But, I mean, if there's some more locals that might end up going, uh, kind of hard to fly across the country immediately. I mean, obviously, as and I are, you know, flying in and making vacations out of the whole event like we did last year. Um, so um, it would be nice if we could see some of this stuff next week, at least a preview or something. Um, yeah, while we're awesome. down in Florida. Um, but Adepticon was limited to 32. It sounds like they're trying to get more um, seats open. Um, I don't think that they, they have not. They have not done so yet. Okay, that's, that's what I was going to do. So um, top 32 <clears throat> players, top eight. Everybody gets a broad, broad sword. Um, top eight... Um, gets Watcher, Thorgwyn, Venom, God of Symbiote, Superman, and the Joker. Um, Solid. Yeah, which is really good. Top four uh, gets the 2024 LEs, King, Old King Thor, uh, Iceman, and the King Arthur. Uh, then top That's real good. That is real good. <laughs> top two gets the um, Weapon X, Deadpool Weapon X Chase Retail Booster, um, which keep in mind... Um, that will I wonder be. Wonder if this is gonna change. Yeah, so I, you know, it says there is a disclaimer down here at the bottom. Says pricing and booster products subject to change. Um, because, because one th uh, one thing we have one thing Dead we need to mention real quick. Yeah, Deadpool and Weapon X got um delayed. Right. Same with next phase. If anyone hasn't heard, next phase is now in March and Deadpool is now in May. Yeah. So it, it probably I would suspect those two are changing over to next phase, which is even though there's is there a next is there a next phase chase retail booster? I don't or is think that so. Starting I think it's starting with Deadpool. So it if it any, might have to shake that up. Well, so I think there'll be two options there. They'll either I think there's a couple of options. They'll either have them. That's a possibility. Could just have them as is. Um, mm hmm. And someone gets to, which would be really great, because someone could, you know, sell the <laughs> Chase and Prime set two months before it comes out, um, which is huge. So I mean, that is a possibility. I would be shocked if that's a pos I would be shocked if that's. It is a possibility, right? I mean, obviously they have preview product that gets to go out. Um, um you know, looks to like Next Phase does have. Chase retail boosters. Okay, perfect. Well, there yeah. we go. Oh, I, I think that's what they probably just shifted to next phase. It's yeah. uh, it's I'm looking at it here in previews catalog. Uh, it does list it here. Yeah. So okay. that, that's gonna say that's they, obviously that's obviously the other option, right? Is if the next phase has that. <clears throat> um, now the other third option is uh, you don't get your pricing that day. They'll ship it to you later, like they did for Worlds. Layaway yeah. pricing. Yeah, which is fine too. To be clear, I, I you know yeah. while that's maybe not the most desirable option of the three, it's fine. It's fine. You know, shit happens. You, prize right? it, you get a little slip that says you won prizing. Right. Is maybe, it, is it, they're making mention of a trophy. Um, no, but it has the subject to change thing. I don't know if um, no, it, it doesn't mention a trophy at all. But but that's subject to change. Who knows? Because I feel like also. Where did when did they have a trophy and like it was a surprise because they got a trophy for it? was it nationals or something? 
It was like a, it was like a little plaque worlds, or something. World, world, the worlds that TJ and I won. We didn't know there was a plaque. Yeah, so I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if there was something there, especially if it's like the first Adepticon. Right. Yeah. Rising. Nice. Yeah. So would would not surprise me in the least. So, um, so the other cool thing is this new format of uh, supercharged sealed. Um, you get to make a 400 point sealed team, uh, two boosters of next phase and one booster of Disney plus. <laughs> um, the God pack. So, uh, no, I, I would say y- y- yes, that would be fine. Uh, value wise, but, um, if you pull us, a... God pack switch and Scarlet Scarlet No, Scar- no. it's collector. Uh, uh, it's Jackie. Uh, it's Prime the uh, Captain Carter. The God Pack is all of y'all are wrong. I pulled one. Um, it's um, Gamora, Saki, Ultron Infinity. Um, you don't play him. The the Captain. I think it was the Captain America. Um, and it was not Collector. Collector was also in the brick. Ah, uh, that's what I'm thinking. And the partner brick to that one had Scarlet Witch. So there's one chase that I'm for. Oh, Loki, big man Loki, the, right. the frost giant Loki. So that case contained all of the chases from the set, um, but um, 400 points, and you just pull Scarlet Witch at 150 points. That's the uh, supercharged sealed um, yeah. banger. Um, so. You know, what's interesting is I wasn't that interested in playing, but now I sort of am because next phase will be coming out like around when this happens. Yeah, next phase won't have already been released. <laughs> yeah, for like two months. Now it's yeah. like, hey, next phase is new. Yeah, so I'm definitely excited for those. Yeah, now, now I'm kind of pumped for it. I mean, I hate... if It's going to feel weird having so long until another set because it already feels forever since we've gotten wheels. But having two more months effectively. But those um those supercharged seals, it's interesting too, because you're in pods of eight. It's not like a full tournament. Like you just play eight people. Hmm. <clears throat> so that was my under- that was my understanding yeah, with it. Because it is. Because you get pods of eight. Yep, you got it. Um So that's but, a cool that's a cool little format. It's kinda like the pods of eight for the qualifiers. Um, like when you played your constructed team to try to, to try to win a tournament or try to qualify for worlds or whatever. Um, so, um, I don't know. It's just super neat to, uh, expand that out into sealed as well. Yeah. And one thing to note is, you know, with the delay of next phase, it's highly unlikely that it'll be legal at Adepticon. Like, I guess theoretically it could if it came out, like, the very beginning of March. Because Adepticon's three weeks in, right? Yeah, and it has to be a week after release, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, so it, not, it would... not pre-release. Yeah, a week after the actual release. That's right. right. So yeah. if, it, if it releases on the 6th, which would be the most, like, the first Wednesday in March... 
that would allow it to be legal, I believe. Uh, it could be released one more week after that. Yeah. Uh, the 13th. Adepticon yeah. is the 21st. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, they don't typically bump it up that close, though. Like, here's release and it's legal. Uh, we've had that before. Um, what if was the right, last but, time that was? Right, but I think they've they've specifically have learned from that. Oh yeah, and have avoided that. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I get. So what the reason I mention all that is kind of what we have now is what we have for 300 point modern. Yeah, most likely we we don't have any significant releases unless you count one op uh, one uh, monthly op kit that we get in February because there's no significant releases outside of some iconics. In, in between now and Adepticon. Mm-hmm. So, are you are you segueing us, Alex? Because that feels like a pretty good segue. You know, you know, I always do this for you. <laughs> I set you up, Dan. Yeah. You got this. So, um, which I think we've boiled it down. I think there hasn't been a lot of stuff um, in tournament wise, but if we look at Bradcast Round One. And um, the Champion Clicks trial that As won. Some of the win a map stuff that I did. Um, and then just kind of some of the other smaller tournaments that we've been watching played. Um, the meta's pretty much boiled down to, I think, four things. Um, Carnage Silver Surfer. MOE. Scott Porters. And Kale. You are not saying like separately, like separately. When you say four th- four things, I think of it as like uh, so this counters that, this counters that. No, you know, it's no, not, no, that's not no, what you're talking. No, about. I'm not talking about the triangle. I'm talking about yeah, the new... old triangle, but this one would be a square. Uh, yeah, no, no, not like that. So <laughs> it's just a mishmash of those four things. Um, you know, with you know, like just add in whatever spice you want to that. Um, you know, whether so that... I don't know if I can actually say that Kale is considered, like, a, a stable of the meta like the other three elements are. Like, yeah, she's very good, but she's not seeing the play like the other ones are. Well, Jennifer but, Kale, for those that are wondering. For yeah, yeah Jennifer, Jennifer Kale. Jennifer Kale from the, no, this this is it's the stuff that you use to decorate the buffet at Golden Corral. Um, yes. So I mean, to be fair, there's not there's not much play going on. So yeah, but it's based on what we have. So um, I mean, you know, I've said previously that um, you know the team is pretty much surfer surfer MOE. Then add what you would like to go with that. Yeah, um, flavor it how you like. But, um, you know, I think, um, you know, as has proven that, and and what I played in the win a map too was a different little, it was a variation of as is, uh, I don't know, it was defend and kale, right? So defend kale is your counter to the standard team of surfer, surfer, Emily. Yeah, I, Jennifer Kale is a very big proponent of how to deal with a surfer meta. Um, now, yeah, you, you have to put more around her, but yeah. 
Would you would you consider because another key component in my book, but it may not be a key component is Ghost Ghost Rider. Is that a key component in your guys' mind? I so as the, somebody who has been playing Ghost Rider, um, I think he is a a big piece of that puzzle as well. I, I because like, he is a big piece of the puzzle because of Porter, not because of Ghost, not because of Server. Right, Ghost Rider helps against your Porter meta. Because of his ability to allow folks to use their powers during pulse wave. Yep. Um, don't get me wrong. I think Jennifer Kale is bananas. I think she's really, really good, and I don't think she's getting enough talk. But I don't know if I would put her in like the meta yet. She definitely she probably is. Probably. She definitely is. There's no doubt. And you know, I I think we've, you know, maybe underestimated her a little bit on set release um well, well now i need to go back and see i don't think we <laughs> we didn't we, i don't think we put her very low we didn't we didn't do a tier maker by the way so we need to still do a tier maker. we didn't do one we didn't do one for wheels no, really no. <laughs> just go mm. go back that tier maker do, that, do a, do that a past one no we didn't do one that doesn't well, no, you do one now knowing how good they are Right, yeah, uh, we, we still uh, should. By the way, I I still do get requests for a wheels tier maker, so um, it is on our to do list. Um, no, so Kale, Kale, the problem, the thing, not the problem. I don't say it's a problem. The the thing is with Kale is that she has to have a very strong defender. Um, you know, as is I, using Prime Wonder Woman. Um, yep. you know, I played against um. Paul Cote and he used Craglin, right? The magic number there is nineteen. Um, so Kale has ESD to start out with, so that puts her just a static twenty-one. Um, so the thing is, if you're not playing Porter, you can't go pulse wave it, so you're stuck on you know an eleven or a twelve on a twenty-one if you're shooting. Um, you know, and even if you're punching, you know, a lot of times you're 11 on a 19. Um, I think the biggest thing, uh, and as I don't, I, I want to move us along to, um, you know, I think the biggest weakness in your team is punching, um, yeah. which which leads to the thing of Kale doesn't um, theme with a big defender. Um, no. Yeah, it's if you're gonna play Kale, you're most likely playing her non-theme, um, and like punching is a weakness. the The thing with Kale that I'm learning the more I play it is one, it requires you to actually have like really solid positioning for your for at least your move up, um, to where you can protect her. And on the opposing side, they have to invest so much into going to kill her that at least the version of the team that I'm playing has so much bite back that you're probably coming out ahead on the exchange. Yeah. Um. Hmm. What are you thinking, Alex? What are you thinking, Jason? What are you thinking about the meta, guys? I mean, I don't like it, but I think it's interesting how many people are flocking to Captain America. Captain America is life. He will be on every team I build for three years. Yeah, because it's not just you. There's a lot of teams with Captain America. Why do we like Captain America so much? He's so good. Why? So I'll let Jason speak first because I know Jason and I talked a lot at Worlds about him. I mean, 
he like he he takes away powers when he's attacking you. Well, this, oh, like, he takes away powers, but everyone shit on someone that took away powers. But he takes I'm sorry. away his power. I'm sorry. One I'm sorry. But we one said that's character. bad. We said it's bad for the meta to take away it, powers. It, it, it's no, bad to take away no. powers from the entire team. I, th- mm. I said it was bad to take away all the powers. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, I can't wait for a meta where we get rolls and we get to do all this stuff. You still get shape change. Yeah, you can't mm. take away both. You still get your shape change. You still get your blade. Ooh. You still get your blades rolls out. Well, maybe uh, not. You can't just blanket take away everything. I mean, I mean that's what, what people is. were wanting. But people no, were so, talking about it. But anyway, so <laughs> he is taking away defense powers from a single character. I think is fine. What what the rune did was a problem. Um, but Cap for forty points, he's a leadership. Um, he's a hypersonic character that a lot of people like forget what his hypersonic does. Um, it, you get to pick two characters and give them a bonus to speed and charge, um, which is great. And he gives out ESD to Asgardian Avengers and adjacent characters on top of his offensive ability and has Empower on top of it. Like, he's just so good. Like, for 40 points, he's insane. Yeah. He does a lot. And he's a, and he's a one by two. Granted, that's a little bit of a downside because you can't PK him, but he, he gets sp- to clog up a bunch of holes. And he spreads out his ESD yep. to a lot more. Fun. And he has improved movement characters, yeah. which is great for a hypersonic character. Well, you yeah. you know what doesn't uh, care about improved movement characters? Stop. The stop sign. I know. <laughs> so how do you guys generally feel about the meta? Um, so like compared compared to ages of old, how do you feel about it? It's way now? better. It's way more interactive. Is I, it? This is a this is a much more interesting meta in my opinion because yeah. there there are enough things that can be played differently. Yeah. Um, and you don't have to be like, oh, can't play this figure because he just doesn't have powers. Can't play tent poles because they just don't have powers. I mean, you can't play temples right now for other reasons. Well, you haven't been able to play temples for a while. <laughs> yeah, it's not because I mean, there's there's a lot of reasons besides just that. But why? Why temples real? Bad. Temples bad. Oh, OMAs are bad. Yeah. Uh, t- My... Tent poles or, are. Stri- or so everybody wants you to think anyway. Huh? So everybody wants you to think they're bad. They want to bitch about them or whatever. No, 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 no. So, uh, strategically speaking, OMAs are currently bad. Yeah, stop sign um, existing just makes them unplayable. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, um, the, the uh, well, we won't talk about tent poles or OMAs because there is a format where they're good, again. Um, <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll wait a little bit to talk about that. So... Um. Uh, my only downside with this meta is it's not even like a, a negative against it, but it's just, I think Scott Porter's were just made way too strong. Like Scott Porter being on every team is just kind of, that's like my only negative to it. I feel, I feel the same way kind of about Carnage Silver Surfer. Well, yeah. I mean, he's at it, least like, yeah. It's like, if you're building for the meta, you could just start with that 100 points. 
and be like, I got two. Yeah, yeah, Carter Silver Surfer, two double porters, and then whatever I feel like. I got 200 points, and I could just go wild. But those two, you know, that combo right there is just going to be a a lot of teams. The combo is two Silver Surfers and two Scott Porters. Sure. But not of a not all of us are Mr. Moneybags that can afford two Carnage Silver Surfers. I didn't I didn't buy two Carnage Silver Surfers. I don't have you. any. So I'm like, uh, uh what else is there? <laughs> yeah, the, the the thing is is like um some of these point values are so efficient and um that sort of thing. But I did was looking at our questions here and Clark Grantham um I think the reason we're not as high on Kale, do go listen to the Sudden Death episodes that as typically host, uh, she, he talks about Kale on there. Um, and the reason we didn't talk a lot about Kale over the December month is because we took December off. Because we didn't uh, talk a lot at all yeah, about anything. So, but, uh, <laughs> we were in depression mode. The entire Clickstock <laughs> chat just died in December. Yeah. We were depressed. Not, not all of it. But, not yeah. all of it. Yeah, we we shared what we got for Christmas. Um, yeah. But yeah, she is very disruptive in a meta field with uh, combat value modifiers. So yeah, and uh, this meta is very much a all right. Uh, get to a fourteen attack, and uh, I'm gonna hit whatever I whatever I attack. And she's just like, "Are you though?" Yeah. Um, but you have to just be a little more strategic. Um, yep. And, you gotta be a little bit. Uh, yeah, I was going through some of the modern questions that we had here uh, and going wrapping up the WizKids talk. Does Eric David Newmark ask, does everyone know that the owner of Champion Clicks in his free times competitively eats flax seeds? Heard his records as 98,000 seeds in one setting. Um, I hope you drink a lot of water, David. Um, <laughs> flax seeds have a ton of fiber, so... That sounds uh, brutal. <laughs> I love Newmark. He's such an idiot. That seems like a really weird flax. <laughs> really weird flax, yeah. Um, like I, I could say I'm a like I eat ninety thousand grains of rice in a day, or I don't know. <laughs> it just seems really weird. Now I kind of want to. I don't want to watch him eat flaxseed, but I am kind of curious. I'm like, do you just like? Is it like a horse thing? Like you have it just strapped to your head and you're just munching on it all day? How do you just sit there and <laughs> how do you do eat it? it? Like how do you eat it? Right. Like Um <clears throat> So um you know modern competitively? Yeah, my gosh. Alright, so wrapping up modern <laughs> talk or thinking a little bit more about modern talk. Um you know, I I think in general, right, at champion clicks you're going to see kale and surfers i, I really yeah, do got, you're at least going to see one jennifer kale I, I think i think there's more to that right and and i even think towards the end of the event right as you go into the upper cuts of the event right it's it's going to be kales versus surfers uh with porters obviously um Captain America's, because I or, think because I th- lost those. Well, because I also think, um, yeah, I know your team, but I, I, I'm also thinking of the other, the Sioux Falls 
trial with Calder's team. Calder playing double it with camo on an animal theme. Yeah. Yeah. Like I looked at that team. I was like, I actually really like that team. Like I would, I, I would want to play that. I like that team except for one reason. I think camo is a dangerous play. If captain America is going to be like, yeah, very highly played. <laughs> the thing is, is that camo needs to not be an animal and needs to be an X-Man. <laughs> Which, mm-hmm. yeah. yep, so, agree. So he can have his rollout. So I mean, I played that quite a bit when Camel first came out, and um, much to the furiousness or the uh, chagrin of you know Jason and Zach locally, um, you know something that can cross the entire map and smack you for seven damage exploit is pretty big. Yeah, I, I mean he's is good. He does get the Killmonger rollout, so potentially. That brings so, me to a, that actually brings me to a good question about the meta. Do you equip? Do you do you build to have an attacker that is not equipped? Yes, you absolutely. Yes. you absolutely have to. Yeah, I agree. without question. Yeah. Well, it's so easy when you have Carnage Silver Surfer who doesn't need equipment. You just be like, oh, I don't care if he doesn't have anything. I'm still hitting you twice for four to five damage. Like, Pensai. Like, who cares? Yeah, like his equipments are like defensive equipments. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like so he's like, like um, one of the few one of the few attackers that are like I don't need attacking equipment, thank you. I'm pretty good. Right. So, um I mean your other your one surfer has the black symbiote and then the other one has nothing. So Well, just cuz uh, it's free. That's really free. Nothing right uh, now, but it'll he'll have a country when it comes available. Yep. That's <laughs> yeah. The the team the tournament that I played in, I had my surfer equipped and then like after round two, when I played against Killmonger, I'm like, yeah, it's the, nope, no more. <laughs> Getting rid of it. <laughs> yeah. I got rid of the symbiote. <laughs> yep. So, um, you absolutely have to. And, like, someone asking here, um, I, I know we'll talk about silver, but, um, are, what's the best equipment for your, uh, tent pole in silver? Nothing. Nothing. Um, but we'll talk about what it actually is um, a little bit later. Um, so let me go through some more of the modern questions. Alec Mooser does ask, Click's question, are there any sneaky sleeper figs that aren't talked about much but could still sneak in there? And I, I guess really that's been Kale for this episode. Um, I think before there's a big tournament, right? We want to make sure that we have thoroughly mentioned Kale. Uh, I think Ghost Rider is another one. Is he like, sneaky? Everybody knows I, I know people Rider. have talked about him, but people aren't really like building with him because he is a big point investment. He's a reasonable point investment. Well, I say big point investment in the way that the the modern era <laughs> of Quix figures are. Like I feel like we get points is a lot. I feel like we could do a chart or like a graph or something and be like this. <laughs> is way too much efficiency and like show carnage silver surfer scott porter and be like here's ghost rider with reasonable <laughs> point efficiency he does a lot for 70 points would you love him at 50 of course we go back but... and tell like like past us is like emperor gladiator at 100 points back in my day <laughs> <laughs> like my goodness uh, i'm gonna say miss marvel still i still think they're really good and they go on everything. Yeah, I, I like Marvel as an option. Yeah, she's really good. 
Um, I had something else in mind. Now I can't think of what it was. The only thing I got doesn't do well against Jennifer Kale. So, who is it? I still, I still like Two Gun Kid. I might the only person awesome. to talk about. Like he's not going to see any play right now, but that dude at twenty points is pretty ridiculous. I mean, just prob for twenty points that can make that can do a double attack is double yeah. attack precision okay. strike like. Give him yeah. some, give him some energy, like give him uh, pumpkin bomb. bombs. Yeah, it's just like I'm just gonna run around and just tag everybody. You have one pumpkin bombs and one like um, shock gauntlets. Yeah, and he's got a technically a 13 range if you include, you know, seven movement running shot because he doesn't have his speed. It's yeah. just he's he's incredible. We talk about point efficiency. He has incredible point efficiency, but. His keywords aren't great, and um, you know I think he's someone that will end up surprising people eventually. But he just has—he's the meta isn't ready for him. Oh, Orb! I was going to say Orb. I think he's better mm. than just on Paul. Just in Paul, he's—I think he's just good all the way around. I—I I love me some Orb. It's hard to—it's hard to play him in modern, but I can see that. How about you, Dan? Um, I know. I, mine was Kale. I wanted to make sure that uh, oh, okay. that was That's my. Right. I want to make sure I mentioned Kale tonight. Um, so uh, we do. I, I think next I do want to cover a bit of the theme format. Matthew Gronheide asked about it. Um, I am okay with sharing what I'm playing in the apples versus oranges next week. Um. Sure. So, which I would say, uh, Jason, if you would like to go now, this would be a good time for you to do so. All right. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying you have to leave, but I'm saying if you'd like to, now would be a good time for you. Yeah, I might as well. I, I don't. I'm not going to play any of that stuff, and I'm not going to play in silver. So, do we need uh, a? Do we need a final thoughts from Jason in the middle of the episode? Yeah. Yeah. Hit it. Hit us, Jason. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess uh, what I'm going to say is you guys enjoy uh, Champion Clegs. I hope everybody has a great time. And uh, you know, my thoughts on Silver is I don't know why we keep pushing another format that we still have an underserved modern age format out there. Why are we dividing up everything? It just it's not neat. It's I'm all down that hill. So whatever. So That's fair. Wish you were going to wish you were going to Champion Clegs, buddy. Yeah, I wish I was too, but you know. Anyway. One day we'll get you. Guys you guys have fun. Go win something. One day we'll get you in a plane, Jason. <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> All right, good night, guys. All right, see you, Bye, Jason. Um, so I think the so theme format how that differentiates from modern is um, must have the printed keyword shared. So like Porter is like almost instantly bad. Yeah. Um, he's unplayable. Well, he is because, like, celebrity. Like, I did look at Porter in for the Apples event because it was four hundred, and oh yeah. my gosh, right? Highlander, right? It's also Highlander too. So, like, you can play like Porter, Porter, Irene Adler, Bizarre Matilatok from the Guardians thing, and like one Miss Marvel, and then it's like you're still like. 
two hundred points, and I'll you're like, like points. and you're like, what the fuck am I going to play next? Uh, <laughs> and, and like Space Ghost. So what? I mean, like I wouldn't built it out like what I would potentially play, and it was like twenty, or not like twenty, but like ten. 30 point figures that like yeah. don't do enough um but um like maybe maybe it's playable like the only thing that, does, that did stand out to me uh in that format with celebrity was the uh, btu dark side um but Ooh, point one. yeah um i mean he just he attack big go pew yeah, pew he yeah he big stick he attack big yay um <laughs> So, um, so it's printed. Um, I think the biggest thing in that format for me, uh, currently is the Mephisto team up card, um, which allows. Which one? Does he have like three? Uh, it's the Masters of Evil or the Ruler one. So here's what I've landed on: is the master, the Masters of Evil or Ruler, uh, team up card for him. Uh, if Mephisto is listed on a theme team, when he would be dealt damage, not hit. From an attack, he may instead choose another friendly character within range and line of fire. If he does, that character takes one unavoidable damage. So you combo that with power cosmic, or sorry, protected outwit mastermind, and you can chew through a team one click at a time. So it doesn't matter if you critically hit them. It doesn't matter if you have knockback with that attack. It transmorgifies it into one unavoidable damage. It's so gross. Now, if you crit hit the mastermind person, obviously they can't mastermind it to Mephisto. But if you're like, okay, I'm going to go crit hit Mephisto, get him off the board. Um, you can't... Yeah, because you're giving up the ability to bring him back like he normally has. Correct. Yes. Um... But, so, like, the reason I think that that works so well is because Porter is so bad. Yeah, because Pulse Wave will be, will be less relevant. Right. Pulse Wave will be less relevant. Um, so, what I am playing is that Mephisto team-up. I am playing Legacy Ultron um, for the power, for the Cosmic Energy Mastermind. Uh, Legacy Apocalypse for the uh, power, the Cosmic Energy Mastermind among other things. Um, Death Metal Wonder Woman to bring back anybody that would maybe uh, be KO'd. And LE Saturnine for a TK and the Dice Manipulation. Um, I just realized that she also does the tarot card thing. Um, And I am not planning on using that. Um, so, um, and she has TK and phasing and she has cosmic energy mastermind. Um, and then I'm playing mad Jim Jaspers. Uh, obviously he does not have mastermind, but he is also cosmic energy provides a perplex and barrier and importantly allows me to get like a motorcycle onto somebody if I'm not going against a King Killmonger in that format. Um, and an Indigo Tribe Ring. So that one damage, we can just support that, that back on up. Um, or if I need to go super defensive, I'm also including a Soul Sword. Uh, and I'm just foregoing the fourth 
object uh, for a couple of reasons. One, I don't think there's, there's anything I could possibly use. Um, Hell Cycle doesn't do me anything. None of the other rings do me anything. Um, because if I want Barrier, I can just use the Indigo Tribe ring. I don't need like a green one. I don't need more willpower. I don't need empower. Um, none of the other swords matter besides the soul sword. So like typically if I was going to a local competitive tournament, I probably would just include something to include it. But I am flying uh, and would like to keep a yeah. little bit of the weight down. Um, tarot card for that format, I'm playing the Seven of Cups. For is the, the it is the mastermind card within six. Uh, um, big surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, Nine of Pentacles, which is the three square sidestep card, because that was the least offensive Pentacles card that I could think of that I would that it was half ass useful. Uh, you should look at also Queen of Pentacles as an option. That's the only move in certain ways. Only in a direct path. Yeah, I mean, I thought about that one, but I figured it would mess me over as soon as I needed to use it. Um, sure. So, um, the Two of Swords, which is the Energy Explosion 3 damage one, because uh, Legacy Ultron has Energy Explosion. Um, the Three of Wands, which is Support, as free if they have Support. Um, and the Page of Cups, which is Regen as free. And the sun, which is can't be hindered, line of fire. Yeah. So was there ever a consideration for Lilith Prime instead of Mad Gem? Um. No, because she's more points. I don't have any points. I'm okay. I'm at four hundred points. Exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, she's fifty. So yeah. I would. I can't. I, there's no twenty point ruler. Okay. So, um, I, I did look at just equipping Wonder Woman with the Soul Sword and playing um, Master Mold. There is a there is a twenty point ruler. Is it worth a shit? What is it? Legacy Daredevil. Oh gosh, see, I don't know. Yeah, maybe really. Because he has hellas keywords. Oh my gosh, does he really? Yeah, yeah, he does. Oh my gosh, that's so offensive. Um, <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> I guess that is a possibility. Um, but uh, what is Lilith doing? Does she have support or something? She has support and an outwittable mastermind. <laughs> um, and, then and she... empower enhancement. Oh, I did look at her. Um, you, I could, I'd have to find a monster ruler to come from the sideline, which I guess is not hard to do. So you would need a monster? A monster? Isn't Mephisto a monster ruler? Isn't who? Isn't Mephisto a monster ruler? Um, I, you know, he, he she, she chooses from the sideline. Let's just choose a character with the monster keyword on your sideline. Yeah. Does the sideline have to have the keywords too? Yeah, in the theme format uh, it does, yeah. So I could, I could look that up. I mean... Uh, and I think it obviously makes her the obvious target, though. Um, I mean, which is not a big deal, but um, that's fair. Um, I mean, I can just, look. I, I was just curious if that was ever ever considered. Um, you know, I she also just gets to place anywhere. Um, what do you mean? 
uh, or to, replace her anywhere. To a friendly character that, I mean, I have to move somebody up. That shares a keyword. Or she just gets to boop around out of danger. That's true. So, like, Monster Ruler, I could put a black card on there. Uh, I could put up the Legacy Daredevil, because apparently he has Monster and Ruler. Black Skull. Um, yeah, this is um, that's a bit more than I thought, I, I guess I should say. Um, but, um, eh, maybe. Deceased Wonder Woman. That's probably. No, let's not get. Let's not. Let's not yeah. get crazy. Man. Let's not do. Let's not do. Let's not. Let's not do objectively. Bad. <laughs> Sorry. Let's not. Let's, well, let's not talk well about now. objectively bad hero clicks. Um, Thanos. Yeah, I suppose that's a thing. So I don't know. I might reconsider her. I do. I, Mad Jim is also a perplex and a. Mad Jim's really good. Don't get me wrong. Right, and then you know because I would like um, Ultron. To be able to like ride a motorcycle, sure. <laughs> um, so like, just giving him running shot is in plus one speed. Yeah. Um, like or hypersonic. Hypersonic's really good on him though. Right. I know that's not the motorcycle. That's the hell cycle, right? Um, or is, is that the motorcycle? It, I, I get the motorcycle confused. is running shot. Hell cycle is hypersonic. Yeah. Um, because because that's what you were when you when. Typically, before when you were playing Legacy Ultron, you got Ultron Prime and gave him the surfboard, so that way you could have hypersonic, because hypersonic was, I guess, more ideal. Well, I I have to put to do that. You have to put a um, drone in danger. So yeah, sure, yeah. That, I mean, that's the biggest negative to Legacy Ultron currently is he lost the free pogs. Yes, so. yes, that was the thing. Yeah, when you you gave him hypersonic because you could put the Ultron Pym Pogs out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, now he actually has to potentially give a point. Right. So yes, that was why. So my plan is, I guess, if anybody's playing an apple and oranges, you now know my plan. Um, but I have huge reach. Yeah, um, sure do. Huge reach. I mean, and even Legacy Apoc would not mind. To ride a motorcycle. <laughs> he has charge. Um, or even like, because that would give him charge and uh, super senses, which makes yep, him e yeah, even more annoying to attack. Um, so, you know, things in general, um, that's what I think about the theme format. I, I'd really like Ruler because I really like Mephisto's team up ability there. Because you. Yeah, if, the team because if you're legal for the format, you're legal for the team up. Yep. Um, for, uh, uh, no, well, and not really. I guess because you could play two different characters that are because the team up looks at the name, not the yeah. set number. Yeah. But um, like you could, like you could play both Apox. Um, so not technically so, but most likely so, you could play the Mephisto team up yeah. regardless. Is um, the Pulp event theme too? No, the pulp event okay. is just four hundred modern pulp. Yeah, I I think I think Nick's gonna be good for you on that one. That yeah, good. <laughs> I think so. So, uh, it's Blackheart and uh, Blackheart Necron Orb start, and then yeah, it's it's the team that I played plus Poison Ivy Black Hat. Yeah, super super fun. So, um, 
Alright, that covers modern, that covers pulp, that covers theme. Um, we certainly hope to see, as and I certainly hope to see y'all at Champion Clicks open next week. Um, Silver Age announcement. Alex, would you like mm -hmm. to look at the announcement and tell us all about the cool different categories of temporary bans, bans, unbanning... Um and watch list. Um, just We're give it. I've talked for like a, a while here, so Alex, give us the rundown of the changes to um, Silver Age, please. Yeah. So, um, Silver Age is a lot different now. Um, basically, the three big changes they made first is that it's now four hundred points. I would argue that's probably the most controversial part of all the changes. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. Absurd. Uh, yeah. Absurd. Uh, because I don't think anybody... The three big changes are first is just build total is now 400 points. The second change is at least 200 points of the team's main force must come from sets that are not modern age legal. I don't think anyone really had an issue with the half split. I think most people were like... They were saying that's how it should have been from the beginning. So perfectly okay with that. And then the third one, which has already been broken... Um, is uh, mission points now have to be 30 mission points. That probably actually needs to be bumped up higher. But no, Or just no, mission no. points. Can, mission points just need problem. to be... Well, mission points probably need to just be banned. Just it, no. it's, one, it's one of those things that it's just really hard to wrangle and balance so, in, in a Silver Age format with 400 points. May may I touch on, on that? Uh, that's sure. No, go ahead. So... The problem was, and this is the problem that has arisen with every, most of the degenerate uh, interactions uh, from silver, bronze, whatever, comes from attacking friendly characters. The I... way you deal with this is you put a blanket rule that you cannot target friendly characters with attacks unless you are also targeting opposing characters. You put the Pulse Wave Rider as a universal rule. Now, the mission point teams that can get 36 mission points in a turn don't exist because they all relied on attacking friendly characters. Yeah, I mean, that to me, that almost feels like a separate thing that also should happen. I mean, attacking friendly characters just shouldn't be a thing. Um, I, Except yeah, for like I guess very so. niche specific things. Because the. Uh, yeah, I but guess to so. Chase Jean Grey, fine. But like, it, it well, started even with she Penguin. had issues. Even even she had issues. But yeah, it started with Fast Forces Penguin, and then it was we've had three interact like three teams that have abused Cannonball. Yeah, I mean, sure. what was the? Uh, what, didn't the Legion? The Legion didn't. Legion didn't. Yeah, Legion, Legion with Penguin. Legion <laughs> Legion didn't require. Uh, attacking friendlies, though, did he? I think he had one. No, well, he didn't abuse the penguin. No, I mean, he abused penguin for other reasons to go infinite. Um, but there was yeah, a... He, there... He, that, was the, that was the first iteration was, oh, he abused penguin. And then we just kept getting different ways where it's like, well, no, he, he <laughs> could still do this. Oh, he could still do that. Right. Um, yeah, it's like, get rid of it. Yeah, it, it's to the point where, like, I feel like mission points are cool to a degree, but there's not really just a good mission points that is 
like it takes you the game or like some of the game and it's close it's either a mission point team is heavily oppressive where you win in two turns or three turns or one turn even or it's just not good there's no middle of like oh i need four turns or like we play literally you don't get a turn yeah uh that yeah exactly so um right now silver age is just 30 mission points but if you see on the watch list because there's now you know there's been always the watch list which is just hey these are pieces that they're going to keep an eye on and if they get a little crazy they may be banned or temporary banned um, I believe every mission point figure is on this right watch list. From the last one they printed, Superior Spider-Man Beyond Amazing, Kingpin, all the way to FFFFF Awatu, the first mission point piece that they printed. Yep, Pr- primarily everything that on this list is, like almost everything on this list is mission points, to be fair. And one mission point character got banned. Yeah, um... And then, like, even the three mission point tarot cards are on the list. Right. So, so it would I not su- it would not surprise me at all if they just said, you know what, this is just too much with mission points. Like, so Alex, let's just cut it out. So, for, so let's talk about the watch list a little bit. So, obviously, I'm looking at the watch list. We'll talk about the bands here in a minute. I know we're going mm-hmm. out of order from the article, um, but why? Why are the two Proteuses on the watch list? Um, so I believe the two Proteuses are on the list. The same reason why Fast Force's Giant Girl is banned is because they extend the starting zone. For 10 points, you could play a bajillion Proteus, and on those small maps, you are like midway. <laughs> and it and, and it really throws the things small like small map is actually just half a map. <laughs> exactly. Like it's the same concept except the giant girls also had to like multiple retails that you could do. Proteus didn't ha- doesn't have that. Um but there I, I think that's the main reason they're on the watch list is just because all the the colossal that's super cheap, ten points for the green one, twenty for the orange sickle. Um Well then Alex they forgot one on the list. Windigo's on the watch list also. No, Colossus. No, 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 no. Oh, are you talking about four Colossus? No, I'm talking about Giant Girl. Regular Giant Girl. Oh. You can still play regular Giant Girl. Sure. I mean, it may be just related to their blocking capabilities as well. Oh, so the reason that they said FF, because they specifically banned, temporarily banned FF AI Giant Girl because she can retail in multiples. Right, yeah, that's what I was saying. She fills the starting area and, and retails. So, retails. Pro- she she has the she's one of the only figures that says she could just do the retail. There's no clause of well, as long as anyone else hasn't done it or has been placed, she's just been oh, you could always just keep retailing. Like if you got a bunch of them, they could so go one I'm, after. I'm the pretty other. sure there's only like two people in the world that still own thirty giant girls, and it's <laughs> it's myself and Lucas Tom Van Hollen. So. <laughs> Um, yeah Um, yeah but the other thing to keep in mind with the watch list because the big another big change they did is now there's the permanent ban list and there's a temporary ban list right the temporary ban list is really for things that may just be too oppressive or have just come out of the modern hot 
and maybe they are too cost efficient or maybe they just are incredibly oppressive to the format um and that's part of why they're just banning it so for example on the temporary bands you have all black the well, hold on hold on i want to i want to um i want to continue finishing out the uh the oh okay the, sorry the back up. sorry you, let's you, back up you yep. so uh, emotional modifier in the time platform. I mean, why the emotional modifier? Is it same same reason? It was. I mean, I was not. Let's let's keep this in mind. I was not in in any of these talks. Oh, okay, I, I'm just asking as to right. Like, okay. why do y'all think it's on there? So, uh, understand um, that you aren't on there. So, okay, it's just because For maybe my, it was just it was one of the most played items in modern. That would be my guess. Yeah, yeah that maybe also the play with like just giving battle fury and protection from mind control. It's just it is a very once again point efficient right object that does a ton. And then the time platform is just super powerful. Yeah, even without scarab because scarab is obviously on the band band list. Yeah, yeah it's still. Reason it's still really good so right um and then i know the answer for the next one of these uh power woman orion the ray and king aquaman um start on can start on the other side of the map yep and there is dice i mean there's a couple different things the big thing is swap x-men swap um because i think almost all four of those can be x-men um, and you can just swap your biggest character well over there on their side of the map. Can they? With the bands? They can't, but they could before the bands. <laughs> um but yeah, I know, but, if, but but that's but why like but th- those are the only um whatever that a trait was called, um whatever. isolated from the isolated world. As yeah, isolated from the cruel world or whatever. Um, but that's why I know that one because that was a pretty yeah. cool trick that no one did last year. So uh, um, the next one on the l- watch list is the cloak of levitation. That kind of goes in with the emotional modifier. Yeah, it was just everywhere, um, it, just everywhere. Which you know, with the motorcycles now, it's kind of like, well, is it really that big of a deal? But yeah, it's five points as opposed to fifteen. <laughs> sure. Um, the next one I think is a mistake. Um, the next one should have just been temporarily banned, or banned period, and that's when to go. Because um, I think he's going to be too good. Um, he, but... uh, he got an enabler, and that's the problem. <laughs> Guess... Well, he's always been he's always been enabled. Guess what? I also have twenty of Wendigos. Wendigo oh go. Don't turn this into an ASMR um, podcast. But yeah, Wendigo with with. Now Blackheart is just insane. Yeah, and we've already seen some crazy success with that in the Bronze Age tournaments. Um, so that's your Silver Age watch list. Um, yeah, everything everything else on the list, for those wondering, because it is a much longer list like we mentioned before, is Mission Point related. Yeah. Um, so um, let's talk about... I, w- I want to talk a little bit about the two other big things that I think are really positive. Um, hashtag free Jakeem, hashtag free Goblin King. <laughs> well, and hashtag free. No, no, this is a separate no, category. No, is a separate so category. Yep. We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not to that category yet. So, 
Um, uh, oh, now I know. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Jakeem, Jakeem Thunder is um, back to being... Uh, his previous watch list of Rata is undone, and Goblin King now gets his uh, Power Cosmic at lower team ability, uh, lower point values, and, 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 the big thing is he gets, he goes back to being able to stack powers. What I mean by that is his original thing was give Goblin King a free action and choose two standard powers. Goblin King can use the chosen, chosen powers until you choose again. Which means he can go offensive, offensive, then defensive, defensive, um, as needed. So, Goblin King's back, baby. Um, he got top eight at two seventy five um, with from Lucas Tom Van Holland in twenty twenty two, and. He is very well positioned to do well in a 400-point format as well. Yeah, I think this was welcomed, and I don't think anybody really has a problem. Because Power Creep has just made it where like it almost seemed ridiculous. It, even in the time, I always felt it was a little ridiculous at 175, he didn't have Power Cosmic. But now it's like, we've got people much lower than that <laughs> that have power cosmic or cosmic energy so to take that away to give it back is nice um it doesn't change i mean the second change affects is 275 for sure um what this change does though i think is actually makes him a little bit more could make him playable at 175 because uh, i always liked his 175 dial um Especially in a 400 point. I mean, Hammer, or it's not Hammer. Uh, I'm, I'm talking to somebody about Hammer. Um, Goblin King at 175. Priorata was what Howard won Worlds with. Yep. 75, I think he's a little overcosted. Not enough clicks, in my opinion. I mean, I, um, I won my first States event with him post Arata. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it worked out really well. Yeah, so um, it, it's one of those silver pieces that hey, an errata makes them actually like playable. I don't know if the change to Jakeem Thunder makes them playable. No, I don't think so. But I think he's still a little too much, and the prime slot is too valuable. But Goblin King, sure. Yeah, this is a, and this is also a first. Is this a first that they're like we're we're undoing this errata from ages old, and we're just. This he's, is the he's free. first time that uh, an errata has ever been undone. Yeah, so let, let's not forget that. They, they are, when they do all of these lists, they're not just like, ah, oh, yeah, this sounds good. Oh, yeah, this sounds good. They're like, hey, these pieces are clearly not performing. It's because they have an errata from previous. Let's just, let's, let's release that. Let's get rid of it. So I, I think that's promising. Right. Um... All right, so let's talk about uh, temporary bands. Yeah, so the uh, concept, of t the concept overall of temporary bands is basically controlling the meta to a degree. Uh, whether it's something that has just been played so much in modern and it's now rotated, so obviously it's going to be just so crazy in silver and played everywhere. Um, or it's just 
I mean, I think that's pretty much the main reason is just it's something that's just going to be everywhere and to to let the format kind of breathe and have some uh, versatility, have some alternate play. It makes sense to have some temporary bans. Like I, I'm fine with it. What do you think about the temporary bank? Like before we even talk about the pieces, what do you think of the concept of temporary bans? Um, I I like it. Yeah, I I like things that fluctuate. Because it could easily be like next year, they're like okay. We've had a year off from the All Black the Necro Sword. It's back. Yeah. Let's just bring it back. We could bring back, you know, some of these other pieces. And then we'll add some more pieces and just say these are the new temporary bands because maybe they're now oppressive, like the Scott Porters. Um, so the ones on the you list. You know what would be funny, wanna... though? I, I We can go through them, right? We just talk about them um, a little bit briefly. Um you know what though? Scott's own piece getting banned at his event. Um, <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. So, um, and we don't have to talk about the why, uh, but Apocalypse and Genesis makes total sense. Big theme team, keyword cheating. Um, and... Especially with especially with Swap still living. Yep. That's that's the big thing. It's like that's just going to be a oppressive force going forward of hey every monster every i forgot all the keywords warrior or something like that like all of these keywords forever are going to be swappable x-men like that's just like i almost think they should be they might consider like ban ban because at least maybe apocalypse just right. until uh, either that or just swap which could also be something they ban right um but so this next one, I this next one I love because I almost wish it could happen in modern. Yeah, Carnage Silver Surfer. Um, <laughs> I, I think the big thing with Carnage Silver Surfer in silver is the rings, and specifically that one. If you use multiple lightning bolts, you get to increase damage that Easton used last year because his triple bolts become insanely more insane. Um, so. Just, I think that's the biggest reason for me to see him on the temporary ban list. Um, now, the the biggest thing about this that should be said: this is the only modern age Silver Age temporary ban. All the other figures on their list, well, except Genesis, Genesis and Apocalypse. Forget those. This is like the only like, oh, this is going to be this is too powerful. Like this is basically. Increase, like I said, the increasing the versatility of Silver Age. Obviously, Carnage Silver Surfers, like we've talked about, is everywhere in modern. Yeah. Well, it would be the it's the same exact thing in Silver. He would yeah. be everywhere. So if you want to separate the two ages and make it feel like two separate games, like yeah. two different, actually two different formats, it makes sense to take Carnage Silver Surfer off the table. That's right. Uh, Dark Phoenix makes sense. Uh, she's super strong. Um, I think Dr. Claire Finn and the Yafet makes sense. Free support. Uh, and then the sidestep. Uh, this, her sidestep would make a 400-point team take forever to play. Jeez, yeah. Yeah, so good. Oh, stupid flashes over there, d tiptoeing around with their Green Lantern TAs. Oh, my God. All right, I'm, put, yeah. I'm putting my people here. All right, now I'm moving one space to the left. Now this person's tiptoeing. Oh, 
so many games I've played with, I'm like, okay, this is a 10 minute turn, and I can't complain because you were doing something. <laughs> You've been doing things. Yeah, it's right. not like you were like, oh, do I do this? It's literally you were moving, taking all these free actions. Yes. So Merlin. Um. So eternity makes sense. Eternity can be a black lantern. Um. Yep. I almost wish they left that because I thought that'd be funny to see. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Fast Horses <laughs> Giant Girl we mentioned uh, already. Uh, Maggot. Finally. 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 Some good riddance. Good riddance. <laughs> Get the frig out of here. Um, uh, I, I hope that uh, next year he moves to a permanent band. Um you know, I understand that that's probably not the case, but one of the most, one of the best figures that modern has ever seen that bypassed multiple um, erratas and watch lists and just way too insanely powerful for his forty point line. Um, so, um, Sakari and Iron Man makes sense. He was everywhere. Um, yep. Sad to see. As, they, as they've said, it's giving the meta sp uh, space some breathing room. Yeah. Like, just let's have some time without these staples. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Switch, same reason. Um, Sky Tyrant makes sense. Thug. Uh, Thug was an interesting one because with Scott Porter um, you and uh, the Commissioner. So with Scott Porter, Commissioner, and Thugs... And 400 points, your team could now be outwitted. Yep. Um, yep. So, so you have the Secret Six theme very, very quickly. Uh, the Secret Six, you, you know, you can't have protected outwit stuff or whatever. Uh, Venom Magneto, uh, this is probably the only one I'm sad about. Uh, Venom Magneto was just so good. Um, but that probably means we need a break from him. So makes sense. Yeah, people need to learn how to play without free TK. Without free TK. <laughs> that was only my that I that was my biggest complaint about him. Is like it, it it he's been replaced by Scott Porter now, but it's just he was a crutch. Yeah. So it's like, fair. oh, how do you play without him now? Cool. Yep. Um and you play with him just fine because, you know, it's whatever. Um Alright, um, what do we got next? That was all the temporary bands, the band, 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 bands. Um, um, <clears throat> Legion Dial B, Miss Minutes, and Molecule Man. Makes sense. I am actually okay with the Molecule Man band. Um, I mean, it's 400 points, I mean. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Moore McTaggart, Yes! Get out of here, Sinister. Fuck out of here. Um, and um, we got one unbanning. Really? Um, yeah. Um, which I would like to um, uh, regale you with um, a song that I've um, been listening to lately. Um, it is White Horse by Chris Stapleton. If you want a cowboy on a white horse Riding off into the sunset If that's the kind of love you want to wait for Hold on tight girl, I ain't there yet 
ain't there yet. Um, there's one more part of that song I wanted to sing. Yeah, thank you. Um, um, so, <clears throat> but um, so um, unbanned legacy Thanos with the removal of Molecule Man and ID cards from the format. We do not see Thanos being an impressive force in the metagame any longer. Yep. Good, good thoughts, fellas. Totally agree with y'all. Um, just ignore that legacy Thanos is in silver. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and then all of your normal uh, ban list um, also remain the same. Terrain dials, this... ID cards, Blackbird, resource dial, Penguin, Hawkeye, Vulture, Jason, Weingard, Scarab, uh, Legion, so bad that he's banned twice. <laughs> That is really funny. Yeah, I don't know why they had to put on he was banned again. They, they I think they, we'll say, well, no, because Miss Minutes and Molecule Man are on the list. I know, I was just being also, funny. Yeah. And the, I honestly, I don't get the Hawkeye. Do they not know he doesn't work like he used to? Eh, you know what, maybe they just don't want people to, so maybe it just, um, so here's the thing, right? If you just keep him on the ban list, you don't have to address that question all the time. And then potentially somebody locally, right? You know, they're like, oh man, let's try out this Silver Age tournament. And somebody locally playing it wrong and having a bad taste in their mouth. I mean, that's no different than any watch list in Arata. Like someone just saying, oh, I can't wait to play Thanos, not knowing he's had all those <laughs> all those changes. Right. I mean, can you so imagine like, being? To... Can you imagine being so naive? Yeah. So, man, this Thanos I... can see through everything when he shoots. That's awesome. <laughs> How so did I... anybody think this wasn't? This was bad. Yeah, I, I, I think they need to just. There's, there's no reason he needs to be on the list, in my opinion. It, he shoots twice. Like Carnage Silver Surfer is so so much stronger than he is. Like Two Gun Kid is arguably stronger than he is right now. So like it I don't get it. Unless somehow he works. I guess that's maybe we're reading it wrong. And they're trying to tell us that he actually works how he used to. Um Wait, who are we talking about again? Hawkeye. Haw Hawkeye? Oh, okay. Yeah, he doesn't. But, he doesn't. He sure doesn't. But the ban list makes me think maybe they do maybe like maybe he does do what he used to do but and that's like WizKids' little sign of oh no he works how he used to vulture's still on there too right yeah yes because he does exactly what he needs to do yeah he's worded differently yeah. so that's that's why but all in all let's go ahead and let's go ahead and do this how do you guys feel about silver age I don't think that uh, the change to 400 points was properly thought through. Yeah, no, that was a huge mistake. Yeah, I, uh, me personally, I don't think I'm a fan of the of the change. Um, I, I voiced my concern about it. I, I'm just not a huge fan of the change either to 400. I get it. The thought behind it was you're able to play some of these bigger pieces that never got to be played. Um, but 
I still don't think they'll really be played. No, because now you're to play four points of the smaller figures. Yeah, I mean, it just means 275-point Goblin King now has support. 125 points of support as opposed to 25. Yeah. Um, so I, I think the other changes are great. Uh, I think the bands are fine. I, I don't think I had a single ban. I was like, oh, that's terrible. I think everything I saw there was fine. Wendigo's probably the only one. I'm like, eh, that probably could have been banned, but maybe it's like, hey, it's it's on the watch list, right? So maybe Please. just a couple tournaments and they see how bad it is, they'll ban it. before. There's one figure that I would have liked to have seen on the watch list, and I don't know if he actually is good. I didn't really look into it. But I, I expected something to have been done was Tricep. Hmm. Because just damage for free is is just really good. Damage for free from across the map. <laughs> yeah, so I think what's interesting about that one is maybe he's just too overcosted these days. <sighs> 30 point. Oh, yeah, oh, that hurts. Right. They can just be breathed on, and he's KO'd. Um, and then the other one, I mean, like, we didn't see but any... But isn't, isn't, like, Dark Phoenix the same thing, then? Uh, she's She heals. It's also the smaller maps, too. Like, that was... The, she the, the fact that she can get up to a higher... It's easier for her now to get to a higher point value. Yeah, because she so, can, like, sidestep, like, and sidestep and shoot the map. Because she's got 10. Yeah. She has 10 range, right? The 14. Yeah. Yeah. Try Sentinel. You're, you're still only really doing the, the one damage. Like, sure, there's there's ways you can manipulate that and have multiple of them. But you are paying the cost, and they're not they're not uh, healing and suddenly getting much harder to kill. Sure. They, they're just very offensive. But I could see what you're saying. Like, I could see them being on the watch list if something crazy comes out there. But... You know, if it's only Lucas playing them, though, does they really? <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. gonna say if my uh, if I stop talking, it's because Lucas broke into my house from from Sioux Falls. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. After resolutions, heal her one click. Yeah. I mean, so like her sniping a a pog and then healing and then doing it again yeah. and again and again and again and again. Um. Yeah. Not ideal. So let's go through some questions. Um, so questions, questions, questions. Uh, Amato asks, "Will Dan play the newly freed Thanos in at least one Silver in regard Silver Age event, regardless of viability?" I don't know. Probably. He still has his erratas, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. He yeah. was still, you know. Um, I know that's exactly what I think. As just, mm, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The just, second one is is the one that, that was the dagger. That was the one that made him. Um, the he's still good though. Come like, to uh, come to Rock Cup and um, and find out. Yeah, I don't think there's anything bad with him. I think he's perfectly fine. Um. He I'm playing Thanos at Rock Cup. Yeah, you're not playing Legacy Thanos, though. No, I'm not playing Legacy Thanos. I'm just playing Thanos. <laughs> um, all right, Kurt Thomas. So I think the big thing here, Kurt, is name the three best tent poles in silver and the best equipment for each. Um, do not play equipment auto-equipped to your tent pole because Killmonger is a thing. 
um, you want to play Mad Jim in silver if you want to play a tent pole, yeah. which obviously themes with the three best tent poles in silver, um, which is probably like Goblin King, Unimind, and probably Legacy Thanos. Um, but you want to play Mad Jim, so if you don't see a Killmonger setting across from you, you can play one of the gauntlets, or it's probably something like uh, Orange Cube on um, Goblin King and Uni, and um, the Infinity Pick a Power Gauntlet on Thanos. Makes sense to me. Um, unless you're specifically playing porters, um, then you can play the pick a power gauntlet on the other ones to heal them back up. Um, hmm. so Marcus Javier, where would you start? Do y'all have any, uh, I guess the Kurt's question, do y'all have any other tent poles you'd like to bring up? I tried to start building with Emperor Gladiator, and then I'm like, he has one bolt. He's not playable. Yeah. No, he's fine because you could give him uh, reality drum or the god or the uh, Billy what's clubs. The, Billy clubs, yeah. Reality jet, reality gem. Um, Gladiator is still good, even though I would yeah. give him. I would give him just the shape change rollout. Yeah, I, I I got like three fourths of the way through building the team, and I'm like. There's probably just better ways to do this. You know, it, when I, the team I played at the last championship clicks, which was adding him to the Avengers swap team, he did not die until top eight. Or top, yeah, top eight against Isaac. Like, giving him shape change. Oh, yeah. He Especially in 400 points where he is like, he doesn't have to be the main focus. But he's incredibly good as a secondary or like a another piece on there where it's like well I, I i have to avoid him because there's these other pieces but man does he do a lot for what he does so i still like i like him in silver age a lot he's i think he's still very much worth 100 points for him problem with him is if he doesn't hit he gets shredded uh that requires people to play shredder which i don't think he, he, i think i think he just means shredded in general well, no, I did mean shredders. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he, he said shredders, but you still got to build with shredders in mind. Yeah, I, I, I think in the format, that's why like four hundred, like only a fourth of your build is devoted to him. Sure. So it's like, are they going to use all their shredders to go over there and try to knock him down? Some, I, I don't think. And he only has to hit one of them once, and then he starts reducing their 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 shreds. So yeah, I I don't, I don't know if it's worth it, but I get what you're saying. Um, I don't know if I have a, a specific one uh, because I haven't really looked into temples because they're just not good. Yeah. So it, it's not my play style, I should say. Though they're they're good because they have 400 points now, so. Right, they're not my play style. Yeah, I still I don't know if they're good. Good, they're they're uh, well, they're good. I don't know if they're great. Yeah. I think Where... the other teams having a hundred more points is just going to be better for against them. So. Right. 
So where would you start if you're trying to figure out what is the best team to play in silver with the removal of Surfer, Tyrant, and Sarkarian? Who is the new best attacker in silver? I mean... Well, can I answer the second part? Yeah. Wendigo. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I think I agree. Um, <laughs> well, keep in mind, you still do get 200 points of modern. So you uh, just don't have card of silver Wendigo. Surfer. Yeah. <laughs> The thing is, you can play more than 200 points of silver. Yeah. You just have to um, play at least 200 points of silver. Is Spidey on the ban list? No. No. So, Prime Spider-Man Spidey still a thing. Yeah. But his, the alt-black is. That was the key. Sure. So, I think the big thing is is that like people forget that the Joker's gas canister is still in silver. He's three points. Um. So, like, he gets his Battle Fury... They just doesn't get around the super senses, um, which is not a big deal. I mean, you can equip him with precision strike with the spectral ring, so like spectral uh -huh. spectral ring and Joker's gas makes him just as effective yeah. as before, uh, except for the six on super senses. But whatever, um, Joker's gas games are so good. Uh, by the way, Manny, uh, you're not gonna we're not gonna tell you where we're playing in Team Sealed. Um, so, Luminati, what's better, farts or burps? Um, for who? I don't know. Um, <laughs> like, for the people in the room or for me? <laughs> yeah. I mean, feel better? Probably farts, I guess? Farts yeah, are definitely better. Probably right? farts. Yeah. Because um, burps sometimes don't feel good. Because you're like, yeah. oh. The ones that like, get caught in your chest? Yeah, you're like, here it comes. Not great. Um, and you're Jack's, more likely to be answering Jack Smith says, with equipment being confirmed for next phase, what items do you want to see? Um, I want to see the Jeep that Hulk was unable to throw. Is Ooh. is items confirmed? Like we're getting multiple equipment, or is it just the Hawkeye arrows that he's referencing? Yeah, I guess we know I the think, Hawkeye arrows. I think it's arrows. just the Hawkeye trick arrows so far. Yeah. I want Wong's couch. Oh gosh, that might be a terrain. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um, let's see. Oh, and then Paul. I, also, I want a map of, of like Broadway, uh, Captain Rogers or Rogers the Musical. Like, give me that. Oh yeah, give me that on a map. <laughs> um, and then our last silver thought of the night, Paul. Um, this is exactly what Alex said within the first ten minutes of the article being released. Uh, using the swap mechanics to avoid using 200 points of non-modern figures. Yep, I'm immediately building Avengers, even though they lost Sarkarian, Iron Man, and Scarlet Witch. Um, guess who's still an Avenger? Uh, Prime Spider-Man's still an Avenger. So there's a lot to still build with, and technically I could still build a 400-point modern team for Silver because I could just swap all of my pieces out yeah. and... But the good news is on that front is that X-Men isn't nearly as effective because Apocalypse and Genesis are gone. Avengers honestly isn't as effective because Sarkarian Iron Man and Scarlet Witch are gone. Um, so it, you really have to sit there and balance of, okay, is it actually worth it? Are the pieces I'm bringing in that are modern worth it? Like As opposed to just playing something like non-theme or you know playing a different keyword because honestly there's not 
I mean, almost every Fantastic Four at this point feels like it's Silver Age uh, because we don't have a lot of Fantastic Four. So that swap is probably still happening anyway, and it's a majority of that is going to be Silver Age. So, yeah, technically you can. I don't think it's something you need to strive for. I don't think the modern pieces are going to be crazy, crazy good. But, hey, next phase might change that. We might get some more Avengers. True. That might that might change, but I mean, I'm looking. I'm my first thought. I know because I always build Avengers swap, but my first thought is okay. I get Chase Black Widow, I get you know Avenger, you know Prime Spider Man. Start there with some swap. Put in a Falcon. Okay, yeah, Apple for Ghost or yeah, like there's there's a lot I could do, and then I could play Steve Rogers, who adds any fifty point or below figure to Avengers. So I got MOE swap if I want to go in there. Also, don't forget in Silver Age, because it's 40 400 points, we have eight sideline spots now. Don't forget that Yep. Uh, because we're bumped up. So we get those two extra spots, which makes swap more reasonable than it was before. So, yeah, that's where I'm kind of leaning with that. I, I think X-Men might be there, but honestly, with Venom Magneto also gone... It probably isn't. Yeah, your option's Polaris there. Yeah, Pol- Polaris probably becomes a necessity, but it's like what, like Jubilee, and like Venom, Wolverine, and like what else? Yeah, because you don't have you don't have keyword cheating, so you're kind of stuck with what's out there. And we haven't honestly gotten a ton of like outside of X of Swords. We haven't, you know, all these past sets that we've gotten recently for the past year and some change have not been heavy X-Men. So, nope. like, X of Swords is kind of it. So, yeah. But I'm building Avenger Swap because I yeah. do think it's good. I was going to say, Alex, you've already uh, broken two calculators trying to get all the math done. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you know what? It's easier when you can add to 400 instead of 300. Right. So who who would have thought? Yeah. Hey, I'm even trying Hall of Armor stuff, man. Oh, wow. Well, I, it's one of those low-key, I think, Hall of Armors is actually a, a playable Iconics. Set. I think it's good. Yeah, yeah, like, I think it does some neat things. So, and some two-gun kids and all sorts. It, like, Avengers has a lot going through. And Miss Marvel's, like, uh, Jason mentioned before. Like, I could just play my Nationals team. I couldn't because I could swap into my Nationals team and add a Chase Black Widow if I wanted to. Makes sense. All right. One hour and 46 minutes later, final thoughts. As? I'm so ready for Champion Clicks. I'm so excited. Can't wait. Yep. uh, Alex, I almost said Jason, but Jason's no longer not with us right now. He he gave us his final thoughts. Um, I will uh, promote the Rock Regional we have here in Chattanooga on the one month from today. I believe it's February 18th. It's going to be Silver Age, obviously, because it's a Rock Regional. But it's here in Chattanooga. Uh, check it out. Come on down. I'll be playing in it. Chattanooga is a pretty neat little city. 
and two to three hours away from a lot of major cities in the south, mid-south. So come check it out. All right. All right. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Clicks Off today. By the way, we did not mention it earlier in the episode. Um, uh, Tyler is continuing his um, battle with his disease. Um, they've posted a few updates on the GoFundMe page. So, you know, check that out if you haven't. Uh, continuing to wish Tyler uh, improved health and, you know, uh, healing for his body. Um, so keep continue to keep him in your thoughts. And uh, I, too, am looking forward to the Champion Clicks event next week. Uh, if you see Az or I or Sam, um, and Nick Baloo is also on Clickstoff. So there'll be four of us there from Team Clickstoff. Um, and I'll make sure I didn't forget somebody all of a sudden. Um, yeah, there'll be four of us there from Team Clickstoff. So feel free to come up and say hi. Look forward to rolling some dice with you all next week. And thanks, everybody, for listening to Clickstoff today. We'll talk to you all next time. See ya. Hey, everybody. This is your host, Daniel Powell, speaking. And if you're like, wait a minute, didn't I just come from the main show? You did. Welcome to Clickstoff After Dark. Um, this is me, Daniel, and I have a special guest joining me today. The famous Brad Boreals. Hey Dan, uh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Right. Yeah, Dan, thanks for coming on, Brad. So, uh, Brad and I wanted to get on here for a little bit and chat about his tournament that recently in, uh, ended. Um, the Brad Cast Classic. Um, so, which we all had a really fun time playing in. And... Um, it got a little hard there towards the end, uh, there, Brad. <laughs> but uh, how much did it ended up going? Seven round. Uh, it went like it went. Uh, how many? It went rounds? into eleven rounds. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Because I was looking on units here, and it looks like the last one that Clay has up is round seven. Uh, yeah, things uh, uh just uh, kind of gallery for me the last month or so. Uh, and it was only about three, it was, uh, four people left, uh, five people left in, uh, those last, uh, four rounds afterwards, and I was just like, ah, uh, it's okay, I don't need to post at the moment, uh, but I will, uh, post-date those and go back and have them up so people can look at the very creative and, uh, weird and unexpected teams, uh, people built those last four or five rounds. Right. Yeah, uh, so, um... We can talk about that just a little bit. Um, the pre the premise of the tournament was uh, it was 300 modern. We started out last late last year, 300 modern uh, post retirement. So it was post worlds, post retirement, uh, and then every game element that won um, got banned um, from further play from the tournament. Uh, that included maps, objects, um, terrain. Uh, I know terrain or objects are a subset of terrain now, but um, all that stuff. So eventually, you know, we ran through all of the tarot cards. We ran through, um, you know, quite a bit of the main force elements, uh, main force um, objects, that is. Um, and then uh, you had to reintroduce maps back into the uh, mix after we ran through pretty much all of the maps in modern as well. 
Um, uh, yeah, and then uh, I only added back the small maps uh, since uh, most of the big maps would be either irrelevant or uh, tiresome. Yeah, because we also ran out of TK. <laughs> I think we. Uh, I, th- I haven't. I think we you ran out of TK at the end there. I, th- I didn't actually look through one figures for a while that yeah I th- powers. I think every. Um, I think we ran out of every piece in modern that had TK. Uh, that would sound probably close to right. Looking at Paul's last team, and uh, I think Houston's last team. Uh, I mean, I may have mi- I may have missed one, but there might have been someone that was just way over costed. Um, that you know that had TK or something, but. Um... Yeah, I think by by the end you're more looking at hypersonic figures than you were trying with TK. Right. Uh, just to because uh, of the the lack of mobility. Yeah. Um. Uh. Or really reminded me of uh, PJ's uh, format that he did. Not so special. Hero clicks. Well, and then PJ also uh, ran this format right in the middle of um, the pandemic. This was summer of 2020. Uh, yeah, that's uh, uh, what inspired me to do it. Uh, I really like that format, even though I got marked out in like round three or round two right. early on. I thought it was really cool and really interesting uh, watching what people were doing as the rounds progress. Sure. Uh, this kind of format uh, I really enjoy when it comes to special formats, uh, mostly because it's still modern but it's what the caveat was just removing things that people have already thought of and won with uh and allow other things that we normally wouldn't try to reach for because there's just either something better for the points uh or uh, the other things are just uh cost way more than than you would want to spend right uh i think that's probably uh why I like this format so much. Uh, it's also because... How do I say this? Uh, when we build stuff, when we build teams for uh, Hero Clips Rontatins or Worlds or Nationals, States, WKOs, uh, even local stuff, we tend to reach for the easier thing. And that's not to diminish what people's team building skills. It's just it's easier to go for Carnage Soul Surfer, who can attack twice with three targets for five damage right. uh, across the map than it is for, I don't know, uh, Robbie Reyes. Yeah. Uh, not a good comparison, but I think you know I'm trying to go over there. Yeah, yeah. No, that, uh, no, that makes totally makes sense. Um, and it's, uh, it's frustrating uh, when people say uh, that uh, you go for the easy piece and not try to be creative and come outside the box. The reason why it's frustrating is because just because it's easy doesn't mean you should, uh, shouldn't play, play it. It's just a really good piece. Yeah. Uh, with Carnage car Double Surfer. I can't deny you wanted to play that. Right. Uh, but my goal is to maybe try something else and see if maybe even though Carnage Double Surfer is easier, Maybe we can try to see something else to open up the box a little bit more. Sure. No, I mean all of that <laughs> makes all of that makes total sense, right? It, it forces you to, um, you know, expand your skills and 
you know, thought processes and trying out different pieces and, um, you know, I, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, well, uh, in the moment, I would say maybe I didn't enjoy, um, like round sixes and seven trying to find something that was legal. Um, yeah. Um, which, uh, people were having issues with that too. Yeah. Uh, so. PJ for building and PJ doesn't always pay attention the most. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I ran into was just, I ended up with, you know, some pieces that, um, I had to redo my builds a couple of times there towards the end. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Right. Like, uh, please, please. Like I was, I was almost glad to be knocked out. Not, I mean, I would have liked to have won it. Let's be honest. But like, yeah. it was a relief. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, I don't have to think about what, um, what in the world I've done. Um, so I'm happy that it's over too. <laughs> Right. Uh, that's uh, part of the problem with all these uh, long-winded tournaments is that uh, towards the end, for a lot of different reasons, you just would like for it to be over, even though you're enjoying the process and you would right. like to win. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you're actually, well, I'm, while we're sitting here talking, you're reminding me that uh, I need to add some stuff to my team for Florida. So... I wasn't going to play with any objects, but now I am going to play with a couple of objects, I think. Uh, do you mean like special objects or just uh, terrain? The, ter uh, the terrain. Yeah. The, yeah, the fancy terrain stuff. Um, yeah, you should always uh, put it on there, even if you don't intend to use it on your build. Well, I was always... just... I was trying to think of the reasons to use it, right? Like, and... Yeah. Um, I think this morning, not so much just us just talking, but um, I was going through units and looking here, and I'm like, you know, it makes sense to to uh, go ahead and add a couple, and because um, I was thinking about, man, I don't really want to fly with all that stuff, but I'm like, yeah, I need to, I need to take a couple of these terrain pieces and be uh, be good with that, so. Uh, I like just having uh, objects run uh, for for other people, just in case they're like, "Oh shoot, I forgot something." Uh, and also for my own teams, even if I don't have a like a direct number one use for it, uh, I've always liked having it for anti barrier, uh, just a way to screw up people's positioning uh, or force people to go in certain spots on the map. Right. Uh, just. Uh, even if I never get to use them, it's just a way to also screw with them a little bit. Sure. Um. So, um, um, so what it, uh, what, what, so what ended up, um, so Paul ended up winning. So I lost, yeah. I was undefeated. I met Easton. I lost it to Easton. I went ahead and made it all the way to third place. And then Paul did, um, what we didn't think was statistically likely, which was beat Easton twice. Um, and I haven't seen, I, I know you didn't make the post for those teams. Do you have, um, what teams oh, they, yeah. they played in those last two rounds? And we can talk about those just a little bit. What, what rounded out the tournament? Uh, yeah. Uh, so for Paul, he played a X-Men thing, uh, X-Men recruiter, uh, specifically, 
uh, with uh, Cyclops uh, from uh, X of Swords. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he just smashed uh, like 15 different X-Men on here for various reasons. I, I can tell. Uh, but he had uh, Captain Britain Rogue uh, Prime mm-hmm. uh, from X of Swords. Common Storm uh, was a sword bearer. Uh, Hellfire Gala Emma Frost at Low Dial Cyclops. Hellfire Gala at Low Dial Two Recruiters. And then to round it out, he had uh, some Royal Flush bystanders on the team, uh, which I think were pretty helpful in uh, smashing Easton's figures. Sure. Uh, I believe it was either 10 or, yeah, 10 for the Outwit, which was huge because he had two Outwits there and then Jack for enhancement. And then uh, he was using uh, Ace. Uh, it's just a beat stick, I believe, uh, for super strength to move stuff around. Sure. Uh, and uh, it worked out pretty well for Paul. Yeah. Uh, in the finals, uh, it unfortunately didn't go Easton's way. Um, uh, Paul uh, uh, just uh, got in Easton's face, and Easton missed the first salvo. Oh wow! And um, uh, uh, Paul made to pay for it. Yeah, but they did make a good game of it. Uh, at least on the points on the board, three hundred to one thirty-five. Right. Uh, yeah. So there was some back uh, and forth there. Yeah, uh, Easton. I think uh, Easton's the kind of player. Uh, but as long as there's something on the board that can do the work, then he'll keep playing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think once he saw that it wasn't going to go the way he needed it to before time ran out, uh, he just called it. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, two great players. Uh, uh, well, honestly, a lot of my favorite players in this tournament, so I am happy uh, with uh, the turnout with 52 players and the quality of players and several new players. Uh, I'm really hoping that this uh, helped up show some people of uh, online uh, is easy enough to do, and there's enough people here that want to help you learn. Because people, even if we, even if this is my last tournament uh, ever, uh, I still would like online play to to continue and be happy to support anybody that wants to do it, and uh, and also play. Uh, it's not that. I don't want to play anymore. I just uh, taking a step back and let someone else uh, take over. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, and you know, we covered on the main show that the the Rock is starting back up their online tournaments and you know getting that going again. Um, yeah, I tell um, you though, for, I, for... I I I I just miss uh, the one thing I'm going to miss, Brad, is um, Friday night. Bradcast Friday night fights. Um, I mean, I know life happens. You had your job schedule changed, and you know it got moved to Thursday, and you know that interfered with my IRL clicks. Um, yeah. But um, I mean, man, if I just um, if I just go back here and uh, um, look and see, uh, let me load it up here. Um, uh, go to our YouTube channel, your channel, and let me just go to live, and let me look back here. Uh, I mean, probably for the last, 
three, almost three years you did that. Um, So if I just look, I mean, I've got one, two, three, four. I mean, oh my gosh, I'm just going to be counting all kinds here. Uh, Four, uh, five, six, seven, um, eight, uh, nine. I mean, Brad, I probably, I mean, that's nine, um, you know, 10, you know, that's 10 streams of within the past year that were like three hours a piece. So like uh, averaging three hours a piece. So like, um, you know, three, you know, that's 30 hours of gameplay that I had with you within the past year. Uh, I have a well. Uh, the first year I started it, I just did it all on paper, but I realized that I can do a little better and actually use spreadsheets and stuff. And so I have uh, records of everyone that played uh, the last two years uh, on my computer or on my Google spreadsheets. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, oh, it was uh, a lot of work, uh, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, and got to make. A lot of uh, acquaintances and to really good friends. Yeah. Uh, because of online play. Uh, people from uh, across the, the country and across the world. Yeah. Uh, that uh, would have just been uh, just uh, casual people I saw on Facebook. until uh, so online play happened uh, in full force. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um and uh no no promises no uh no guarantees uh not even sure about it myself but uh i did have a schedule change at work uh that started last week uh where i get off now at uh 6 uh, p.m 6 30 uh on fridays uh um i kind of right now we're or what do I do? Right now, I'm just playing video games and hanging out with uh, friends and family. Yeah. But I think I'll get, get tired of them eventually. Yeah. Uh, well, um, I tell you what, Brad. Uh, anytime that you want to fire back up... Um, um, anytime you want to fire back up Friday Night Fights, you just uh, let us know. I, I will. Uh, it'll be the first one that I'll let know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, um, but, um, you know, so we were, we were talking a little bit before we started recording this segment and, uh, you had some thoughts on, uh, Silver Age. Um, <laughs> so, uh, might get me a chapel on some of that. Oh my gosh. Uh, maybe, right? So, like, uh, I, I said this on the show, right? Like, obviously, you know, you're, haven't heard that yet because, you know, uh, it's not out and you're on this half of the show um, is that you know it, it, when we talk about Silver Age right we're, we're taking a very factual look at Silver Age and a very factual look at um, you know the format and the strategic the strategery the strategic aspects of Silver Age and, and what that means for the player that wants to go do well at uh, Hero Clicks for Huntington slash Rock Cup here in a couple of months um, so, you know, our opinions aren't meant to offend, but I'm meant to prepare folks, right, for some of the craziness 
um, that could be happening uh, with 400 points. Um, and, I, you know, I think, you know, we talked about on the, the, the main show there, like 400 points just enables so much stuff. For better or worse. You know, I don't know that it's necessarily worse, um, but it is a lot more stuff, right? Because you're taking still super competitive 300 modern teams um, and adding 100 more points of efficiency to them. Yeah. Uh, the way I see it is now it's just 200-point modern uh, with uh, extra 200 points of silver to go with it. Right, and we just had so much stuff retire, um, you know, this past year that was really good, because um, this last retirement went all the way back to, golly, did it go all the way back? Yeah, it went all the way back to twenty twenty. Um, it was, um, yeah, it went all the way back to. The Fantastic uh, Fantastic Four 2020 was the oldest modern set. Yep, 2020. That's uh, two years worth of stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Just gone. Um, but, I mean, that's all Silver Age now, right? It's still recently retired. Super good stuff. Um, I mean, and you're talking about a like... A exceptions being banned, right? Yeah, temporary banned and, you know... Um, but if I look at like, um, I wanted to do this on the main show, but this is a good spot to do it. So if I go to explore on here, go to tournaments on HC units and, Great uh, shout out to Clint. Oh a yeah. Person. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if we go to the 2023 world championship results, um, things that just retired that would still be good. Now, Patrick's team, um, Everything that retired was banned. Um, everything on Zane's team that wasn't modern uh, is banned. Um, so it's not starting out great. Uh, everything on Paul Lucas's team that's not modern is banned. Um, yeah, Lucas is uh, um, Oh, so, all right. So uh, some good stuff here. Starting out with Crampton's team. Um, the Commissioner. Um, uh, Adam Friedman's team is all banned. Well, I was just looking through and making some suggestions, Brad, on the on the results here, going one by one, okay. right? So, like, uh, Commissioner, uh, still super playable piece. Um, that piece is almost three years old now, and I don't think has lost any bit of efficiency in and of itself. Now, for 25 points, he's totally outshined by um, Scott Porter, but if you need some silver age points, don't forget the commissioner. Um, let's see. John Moses also I, had also I, had. I'm sure. What's that? That would be a fine substitute. Right. Uh, uh, Scott Porter for a commissioner. Yeah, that's right. So, um, so let's see. Alex Mater's team. Uh, you're, you're twenty. You're twenty twenty three national champion. Um, you've got. Um, the Flash, uh, Teen Lantern, like, uh, Teen Lantern, also you got, like, Star Sapphire in there, um, and then, uh, let's see, Avengers for a, Aven 
yeah, so like uh, Demon at Armor, uh, looking at Rob Olger's team, uh, still a super good piece. Um, yeah. Paris's team also had Demon in Armor. I mean, that takes you through your top eight. I mean, that's not a full 200 points of good stuff, um, but just pieces that recently retired that are still really good. Um, yeah, Addison Lee, won national championship uh, with Scarlet Witch being banned. Sakari and Iron Man. Uh, let's see. Uh, but he still has World's Finest. Uh, you know, that's not a Wonder Woman match him, Star Sapphire. Yeah, Star Sapphire is really good. Um, like, I'm looking at Caleb's Worlds team. Um, Demon Armor again. The Watcher, Starter Watcher. Chip, The Flash. Um, all really good pieces in silver. Um, I mean, obviously there's a whole lot more that we could talk about for hours with silver. Yeah. Um, but the, the High Evolutionaries, if I'm looking at Mike Eskew's team. Um... Ryan Redman, Skinny Steve Rogers. Um, I was just talking to somebody about Skinny Steve for their silver team. Um, and Incredible piece. I love him. Yeah. Um, and uh, Shield. Uh, Skinny Steve definitely missed out on, I think, a lot more modern play with his keywords. Um, yeah. But uh, don't forget with uh, seven with um, 400 points, like Doom Swap is still a thing, and Skinny Sorry. Skinny Steve can join uh, Latveria. Uh, um, you know, on a side note, uh, for the Adepticon uh, uh, tournament. Sure, yeah, we can, uh, we can really, talk a little bit about Adepticon. Yeah, I'm really jealous uh, that the guy, whoever gets to go, gets to play with those uh, the supercharged booster set. Oh He's yeah. Play with uh, Disney Plus. I think that's a great complimentary set. Oh my gosh! Play <laughs> yeah, so we talked about that, right? So you get two boosters of Next Phase and one booster of um, Disney Plus. Um, so obviously, that's a lot of good stuff. But like, I, I want my one booster to be um, Scarlet Witch. Or it got back, or Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. I, if I want to win the event, right? Obviously, pro- I mean, not uh, and even for value, probably because that God Pack um, included uh, Saki, Gamora, yeah. Ultron, Infinity, the Loki, um, the Loki uh, Frost Giant, and yeah. um, I think it included the the Falcon Chase. Oh um, uh, yeah, I think it switched between Falcon and something else. I right. I saw something. Well, I think it was, was there, and then. Collector and Switch were also in um, in that case. Um, but if you want to win, right, you want your just one booster to be Switch or um, Agatha, probably. Uh, I don't know. I think I'd probably go Sakaar and Iron Man, personally. But I can't really go wrong with either of those three. Yeah. I think, personally, I would prefer Agatha. Uh, just because she's a little, has a little bit more mobility. Well, that's true, uh, but but you also get four. It's four hundred points sealed. Oh wow! Yeah, so three hundred. Okay. Yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah, so you're talking about like um, how much, how hard it is, how hard it would be to chew through a hundred and fifty point Scarlet Witch in a four hundred point sealed. 
Yeah. Uh, all those all that mystics, all those rollouts. Yeah, that'd be really tough to get through. Yeah, all that healing that she can do. Um, especially when she gets down low and having the dark hold, so you just get, you know, prob all the time. Prob and a perplex. Or an outwit, obviously, yep. but but prob and sealed, right, is so good. So probably um, can't get rid of him. Yeah. But it's just one of those things like I, I love the supercharged sealed idea. Um, I also love that it, you know, they make it, and this is one of those things where it doesn't feel bad. It, it feels really good. It's a way for them to get rid of old boosters in a format that the player is excited to play. Yeah. Because you get, uh, you get, you, 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 because you're like, you get two new boosters of the freshest set and one of the old one, but it's 400 points and the pricing's really good. So you're like, yeah, you know, you're super excited about it. Yeah, it's uh, tough to cry about it when you get a set that nobody else can get. Well, it'll it'll be released uh, publicly at, at around Adepticon time. So we don't have an exact release date in March for that. So um, we don't know if it's going to come out the first of the month or the end of the month. Um, that makes it a big deal gotcha. whether or not if it's legal for Adepticon, but... Oh. Also, the pricing is also the next set too, right? Uh, yeah. So um, we don't know if they'll have it there. It always is subject to change. The Deadpool set got moved out to May, so they may switch it to the versions of that stuff of Disney Next Phase. Um, yeah, but but at either way, I mean, it's totally fine. I mean, they've they're prizing out this Adepticon event really well. Um, and um, you know them joining along with the champion click op- champion clicks open is also a really really awesome deal. Yeah, uh, that made my heart feel so good. Uh, those kids giving a shout out to champion clicks. I just could not be happy for David, who uh, also works hard uh, doing the tournament yeah. uh, every year, getting the, the people together, getting the uh, venue together, getting the money and pricing together. Uh, it's it's tough. Uh, I do half of that work without a venue, and uh, it's just it's uh, it can be very tiresome and frustrating. So yeah. Uh, anybody that wants to run events, uh, you know, both got on that one because it's tough. Uh, you can uh, be uh, disappointing to not get the turnout that you want. It can be disappointing for making mistakes that you wish you hadn't. Uh, but uh, it's almost always worth it, regardless of any kind of setbacks or mistakes. Uh, for the people that shake your hand or give you kind words or uh having great games to talk about the next day for the next year it's always worth it yeah absolutely absolutely so um so brad what um do you have any would you uh do you have any travel plans this year where where can uh folks plan on seeing brad this year Uh, obviously obviously subject to change but what's on your clicks travel agenda this year uh, I'm going back and forth between Worlds or here Clicks for Hankty Tens. Uh, I wanted to go to Champion Clicks, but uh, the promotion I got at work didn't really allow for that. Sure. Uh, so uh, I just uh, decided I couldn't do it early on while I was pushing for it. 
Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, I would like to go to uh, H4H, uh, meet Scott, uh, wonderful guy. Uh, always a pleasure to talk to. Uh, very supportive and very outgoing, excited about the game. It's always cool to meet someone. Uh, whether they're a celebrity or not, that's just passionate about the game. Right. Uh, it just means a lot to you to see that in person uh, for someone that uh, shares the interest with you. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I don't want to go to Worlds because I feel like I would see more of my friends there. Uh, uh, so it's just a toss-up uh, to see how, how it looks uh, when I get closer to May. Right. Uh, probably, probably we'll know by March if I'm going. Uh, and uh, if anyone's confused, listening with me, uh, retiring my my tournament series, I'm not retiring from Heroclix. I'm just taking a break from running tournaments. Sure, I that's a play, that's a good uh, that's a good uh, that's a good clarification for folks, right? Yeah, we'll still see Brad at the tables, right? Just not so much uh, online, so. Unless that work uh, schedule, yeah, I, unless that work schedule works out, we can, uh, we might need to do some more sweet talking, Brad. Uh, I don't think you'll have to twist my arm too much because I love this game. I love the community. Uh, you know, uh, there is a place to play uh, for online, and if it's not working out uh, with the Rock, or if nobody else is able to to make a, a foothold. Well, while I'm away, um, maybe I'll just pick the pick the reins again. Yeah. Well, we want you to be happy and healthy, and um, you know, be be ready to tackle it if you ever want to tackle it again. Um, we want you to be ready to go, and uh, we'll be happy to welcome you back to the uh, to run in tournaments, and uh, hopefully, we get to see you. Uh, um, uh, you know, uh, running running tournaments and then also just continuing to play and travel and you know participate in the community. We're glad to see you be able to still do that. Um, yeah. What uh, What else was on your mind today to share with folks? Uh, I was just mostly curious. Uh, what um, What uh, people were expecting from champion clicks? It was uh, just really, uh, I, I'll probably just listen to your uh, show as soon as you get it uh, uploaded. Uh, it's one of my favorite shows. I like listening to all of them. I'm sad some of them are gone. Uh, shout out to the Eagles on that one. Uh, funny guys. Uh, kind of angry, but also funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, even though I don't go to uh, a lot of these tournaments in person, I still follow, and I think that's what most of your listeners also do, is that they may not be, be, be able to attend, but they like to listen and learn and uh, make fun of uh, some of the people's choices. Uh, that's why uh, one of your hosts uh, I miss a lot, uh, Tyler, uh, he's one I probably found myself agreeing with the most whenever uh, he was talking. And, sure. uh and uh, I usually uh, agree and disagree with you and Alex a lot. Uh, like I find myself fifty-fifty with both of you. Right. Uh, and uh, uh, Jason, you know, just uh, 
whenever he's actually awake in there. Uh, <laughs> uh, like his straightforward approach of like, this sucks or this is good. Uh, you don't need much more to say about it. <laughs> right. Right. Makes, yeah, totally makes sense. Uh, so. uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, we got a lot of that, Brad, in the, in the previous part of the show. Um, I think to boil it down, it comes down to porters, surfers, MOE, and Jennifer Kale. I kind of figure. <laughs> right. I mean, there's well, some, there's guess, uh, there's some spice in there, you know, like you know your black yeah. your Black Lantern teams, you know your Batman, your Spider Man, you know your Prime Spider Man, you know all that stuff is still there, right? Um, yeah. But oftentimes those Batman, those Batman, and those uh, Spider Mans are going to be backed by surfers. Yeah, and backbite movie. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's just what other what other kind of spice are you putting with those other things? I think so. If someone has a unique take of whatever, right? Of you know whatever version of the team they're going to play, then uh, that, that that's totally fine, totally doable, totally um, viable. It's just it ends up being. Well, you probably got MOE, you probably got Surfer, or you're probably trying to go out on the edges of, uh, or trying to go out to the counter build with, um, with um, Kale, Jennifer Kale. So, uh, I after listening to Critical Clicks uh, last week or the week before, I uh, I finally it's been a while since I built the team, so I'm not really sure. Uh, how it stands up since I actually have not played a game in also a little while. I still listen, but I just haven't made time to... That's important. Listening and thinking about teams uh, is good, but uh, I do better when I actually play. Uh, I do a lot better uh, when I practice and get my butt whooped. Uh, just... Uh, uh, you, uh, you brought it up before, and I always appreciate that it, with your sharp memory. Uh, about my uh, X-Men Recon Revival team uh, that I got uh, second place in the first Hero Books for Huntington's tournament. That's right, yeah. Uh, that uh, you can play a team uh, that 90% of people will tell you is bad. All my friends told me it was bad. All my opponents told me it was bad. All my uh, uh, teammates told me it was bad. And... I lost like 80% of those games uh, in practice. But eventually, after like six weeks of practice and losing and figuring out how to play it and play it the way it was supposed to be played, uh, it's like you play whatever you want to play and just uh, just know that if it sucks, it sucks. But uh, if you have an idea, well, you play, want to work with it. That's right. Play what you want to play. But make sure that you practice the shit out of it. Yeah, uh, practice uh, shit out of it against the stuff that's working, uh, that's that's winning, so that way you can come up with a win. That's um, right. Yep, you got it exactly. Uh, that is spot on. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. I thought there was something there, and uh, it got me that far. Uh, just uh, just need a little bit more time uh, to. Uh, Play better, play smarter. Yeah, uh, yeah. You missed it by just—I mean, you had a super close game. Uh, yeah, that, that great day. game, good player. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't—I wouldn't change it for anything. Uh, I—I was happy with how it ended. Yeah, 
because we played I, for uh, like we played for like well i didn't because i didn't do so well but the folks that did well played for like you know uh 40 out of 48 hours um that uh, that yeah. first that first event so uh yeah i i traveled to a local event well i didn't well, local uh, I traveled uh, five hours or six hours to Tulsa, Oklahoma, and played all the way to the finals against Caleb uh, in that tournament. So nine rounds that day, and then drove back home that night and woke up uh, that morning uh, three hours later and played for ten more rounds. So I played 19 rounds of Hero Clicks in uh, less than uh, 24 hours. Right. It was awful. <laughs> Well, that's how you that's how you beat win the gauntlets and you know hone your skills yeah. and you know you got to put the time in and you know you got to be physically prepped to do all of that and um, it, uh, it 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 pans out it it makes uh, it yeah. makes you it makes you a winner or you know darn close to one at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah practice and uh, practicing good stuff that's winning, not just practice. Mm-hmm practicing routine that's right that's right uh, would you like to hear part of the team that i built and see if you heat it or yeah we can talk about uh, that um, yeah let's talk about it i think we can talk about that and then wrap up this segment and um go from uh, there. well it's kind of a throwback to the x-men team actually okay uh with uh two penguins uh the uh the green penguin uh, that drop that gives our uh, pickup powers of all sorts. Okay. Uh, specifically, the, su- the gives super rare, poison. the super rare from Not, right? From yes, sir. Notorious. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's just play uh, two of those penguins, and uh, I think the easiest thing to do would be, be to pair them up with a couple of construct makers that can make them for free, and mm-hmm. then go across the map, and then just poison, poison. Uh, and then make something happen with that. Uh, I liked um, uh, using two penguins, uh, Scott Porter, uh, White Shirt Porter, uh, Prime Batman for the Green Lantern team ability. Uh, and I'm not convinced on it, but Frogman was shot caught once. I'm not really sure if I should go down to one penguin. And uh, have a frogman or drop the frogman uh, because otherwise I have 230 points. Oh, and you might hate this, but for the prime Batman, uh, I didn't equip uh, the utility belt or the ring to him. Uh, I I wanted to give him house cycle. Uh, for the uh, side for the sidestep. Yeah, for the sidestep. Yeah, I mean that totally makes sense if you're trying to get a certain amount of reach. Um, that um, that that totally that totally makes sense. Yeah, with Scott Porter and Batman, uh, the he can copy Green Lantern, which I hate by the way. That team should that team ability should be uncopyable, but whatever. Uh, I just. Uh, uh, it makes me think of Chip with the sidestep carrying all that stuff around. It really helps uh, make a team more mobile, um, uh, manageable to get wherever you want it to go. Mm-hmm. No, I mean side, uh, sidestep uh, on a Green Lantern piece totally makes totally makes a lot of sense. 
but yeah, it's 230 points. I'm not really sure what else to add to it. I'm not really sure if that's any good to start with. Well, I mean, going um, across the map and poisoning, I, I just think you've got a lot of investment in a couple of uh, penguins. Because um, it's not like you were when you were playing maggots before. Um, you know, it was just 40 points to do that trick. You're playing, you're paying 40 points for the penguin plus your ring bearers to make that happen. Yeah. Well, uh, people were doing that with, uh, with a chip in the maggots. Uh, with the animal team. Correct. But, um, you know, you were getting a poisoner plus a construct. Now you're just getting a poisoner, um, you know, necessarily, it's a little hard to explain what I'm thinking there, um, but it's it's just a little bit more point and it's not as efficient as it was with maggot. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, well, yeah, because you got two, you got two, uh, two pogs instead of one pog. That's right. Yeah, you got it. And uh, uh, they also were these pogs are not autonomous like the others were. Yeah, I I uh, feel like I feel like the autonomous is going away. I feel like that's the. It's the end of the uh, era on autonomous. Probably for the best, honestly. But which one what lasted? Uh, I liked it, but also was getting pretty egregious with uh, Spider-Man. Uh, you handed it out to like fifteen characters. So it was it was nutty. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, the uh, the Mary Jane was uh, was pretty nuts. Um, <laughs> and probably still is for her 15 points. Yeah, uh, she's still annoying. Uh, the shape change and uh, the sidestep and the other autonomous and those little bystanders. Uh, there's a lot of good ways to abuse those little guys. So, mm -hmm. For sure. Uh, well, I really liked the Penguin uh, when I first saw him. I really loved him, actually. And uh, all the picky powers that just uh, made me really... Uh, Maggot was the first thing I saw, and then, uh, then I thought about the rookie, uh, paired up with him. Yeah. Getting an uh, explosion mark back. Uh, people are doing that with Matt Jim, uh, and the rookie, and so I was like, just do the same thing with the penguin and the rookie. Yeah. Rookie's not modern anymore, I know, but, uh, just, uh, interesting piece. Uh, I like his leadership. I like that he can potentially bring in more goons for free. Uh, and playing two of them, he can get up to four goons. So, mm -hmm. uh, I just don't really see that being a bad thing, especially if I'm going to get uh, bombed uh, on certain maps. Maybe they don't want me to uh, get those goons. Uh, having four uh, weaponers, not weaponers, uh, whatever they're called, the Sinestro guys. Yeah, the weaponer, the the Cordian Thunderer. Yeah, uh, having four pulse waivers for free always sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, yeah, and those guys are decently hard to take down. Um, yeah, because they're just if you get enough of them out there, when there's just so many of them, that makes it a lot uh, harder. Sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, need to put pen to paper, I guess. Figure to paper and uh, see. Like, uh, it sounds all good, but uh, I don't know how well I can take a punch. Probably not very well. Uh, that's sort of why Death Metal Wonder Woman was there. 
Uh, but uh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's the team. Uh, I don't know how well you like it, other people like it. Well, we'll uh, post your post your feedbacks in the comments for Brad here, and tag Brad in the comments there on Facebook, and let him know what you think of your team. What think of his team? Uh, yeah, uh, let me know how I can make it better, uh, either by tweaking some of it or just not playing in them at all. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, all right, Brad, you got some final thoughts for everybody out there on the in the Quick Stop world? Uh, final thoughts. Uh, champion clicks. Uh, you know, do you practice, but don't think about uh, this game or that game. Uh, that it all comes down to that. Uh, unless you're on the finals, uh, only one person can win it all. So just do your best to have fun and try to make some good memories. Absolutely, that's some good thoughts. So, well, thanks for joining us today for a little, a little while, Brad, and um, sharing some uh, sharing some of your thoughts with us. And we're always happy to have you on. And thanks for uh, thanks for everything you've done over the years on your online tournaments. And uh, the moment you're ready to bring them back, I know that we will be ready to join them back with you. So. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Click Stuff After Dark. Let us know if you like this kind of format to, to tag on to some of the main episodes, too. So thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll talk to you all next time.